All right, hello and welcome to the first ever video podcast of Running the Gauntlet. Welcome to the birthday thing. Welcome to the birthday thing. That's like the funniest thing I've ever heard of Browder say. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. That's some fucked up shit from out of Browder now. But anyway, this is our first video podcast, um, and this is our official return to the podcasting community so you guys can uh, be expecting a lot of us uh, the audio from these will be posted on HGCast as well as iTunes as they always have been but the, uh, we will have most of the videos on YouTube for you guys to watch and, and see obviously our Facebook page like we always do yeah. but, so uh, if you want to see us first those guys on HGCast will be kind of slow or just have sex with me and I'll show it to you before we upload it <laughs> yep and this will be Harrison's last episode as well. <laughs> I don't think that's after me. What is Harrison? I'm honorable last. No, that part's good. I am too. You should watch me play Limited. Swag <laughs> everywhere. All that I should watch this to Tristan. It's the only person I can The only way Harrison can win a game of Limited is flipping the trick game is on turn 12. That was one time. And it was turn 7. But still, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to miss the days of going, oh, Miracle Bonfire. Oh, yeah, um, I, I just missed Bonfire. I just missed Bonder Bonfire. <laughs> it's like the GP, I know, right? GP Charlotte. I couldn't win. And then they get into it. <laughs> um, we should tell that story since we haven't been on since GP Charlotte. We totally should. Um, That's a Serrano story. I wish he was here to tell that story, though. It was such a good story. Um, but I am your host, Chris Laws, as always with my partner in crime, Chris Kennedy. He's this fat one, not this yeah. fat one. Yeah, that sure. one is... And this one... Is not Will of Ask. He is not Will of Ask. Um, will will the not be joining skill us. Level will will not be joining us anymore. Is what? that thing Will you worry? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> will won't be joining us anymore, um, unfortunately. Uh, as for us, as for us, life's gotten in the way, which is... Uh, one of the reasons for the hiatus, and, and I have no life, so he really doesn't. And now you know it's tax season for Will, and he's, he's busy. I work. He did make time for your wedding. Yes. Yeah, he did. He made he made room for the wedding, but the podcast is not married. I I'm going to. Oh yeah, yeah. somebody already cut married. Like, yeah. No, I'm about to though. In like April. I don't think he's invited. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I'm kidding, Harrison. You're fine. Go cry now. But anyway, this is Harrison, and he's part goat. Bad. <laughs> Barring life-altering experiences, he should be joining us on a regular basis. Okay, the goat thing is because Kendra got mad at me for meeting him with my black trading post <laughs> when it came out in their 14. Didn't everybody get eaten no. by trading post? Yes, I think. Point? Yes, but this was like right when M14 dropped. It's like. I'm gonna play trading post with Connor Plate Mail and Lily. I was like, Connor Plate Mail, my goat, Lily. I was like, swing for 20 exactly with a Honda Plate Mail. He was like, since then I've been part goat. Ah. Yeah. I do like how they reprinted trading post though. It's horrible now. I don't have oh, any more to rejoice. Well, you also, coil you also don't have bell springs to get like Uber card advantage on. It doesn't the matter. I don't have warm coil engine. That's all I want. I can stack it, get two noobs, and then get it back. Well, we, I don't know. Wasn't that a combo deck anyway? Wasn't that a combo deck anyway? What? It's like animators. It's not a combo deck. It's just 90% luck, 10% skill. You didn't play the Mindslaver combo? The Chris Land special. You didn't play the Monster Combat? No. <laughs> I don't play Magic right. I play the shit out of Monster Combat. I play really bad decks and still win. The thing about combo decks, and trust me, I played a lot of combo decks. 
No, you just play red. You just play Dragon Storm. If it's not, if it's a combo deck that doesn't have red in it, he's not playing it. Combo decks have red in it. So you play Mono Red Storm. Reanimator does not have red. It was Junk Reanimator. Turn three. Reanimator's got a combo deck. Yes, because you have to combo into the pieces to hit. Not always. If you ever played against a a Reanimator deck that didn't reanimate something that still killed you? No. Because they didn't do anything. A combo implies that there are more pieces than just casting a spell and saying, like, a combo is like, enter the infinite, or show and tell omniscience, enter the infinite, into, is it, which wish is it? Where you go get the ants, and you clash, and you have an enter the infinite left in your left. That's a combo. <laughs> and you're like, turn three that's, that's a combo. That's, that's a combo. That reanimate my Terastodon, not a combo. There, but Reanimator is a combo. Have you played Legacy? You're just like, turn one jizzle nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but that's Jizzle nuts. I had no idea that that was actually a thing. That's a card. A, a combo with a sequence of cards that allows you to win the game. That reanimator is, is reanimate my guy go. No, reanimator is turn one dark ritual into a tomb, put my grizzle brand in the library, reanimate it or exhume it, and fuck you up. It doesn't lose every time it doesn't do that. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, because the next turn they're just like, scavenging noobs, go. <laughs> and they're like, fuck <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's kick off some relevant information here in the show. Let's start that's... with the casting call we're going to post for our third. Well, <laughs> I like Harrison. I think he's going to work out. Um, but as you guys know, um, it is pre-release Friday, so we uh, we wanted to do this last week, but Sunday during the birthday thing. During the birthday thing, but we didn't do that. Um, because I went 2-3 and got pissed off hey, and left. I went 2-3 and three too, but here's the story. More than my wins were no-shows. And then after... <laughs> you did awful. After the head... Well, I played the blue-red Pyromancer deck and drew zero burn at the stakes in five rounds. Oh. Okay. I went 2-3. I went 2-3 and both my left and my red. To win the tournament, I played the deck to have a fun time, maybe yeah. top eight, but I didn't expect to go play a Burn at the State combo deck without drawing Burn at the State ever. That's fair. Both of my wins were no-shows. And after Brower come out, I came out the slip in my favor. I'm like, hey, you're going to the show too. Sit down and play me. Smashed it. So I, I was a literal, or I was a technical 0-5. Okay, so it was would, the worst weekend. I would have started out one and two, but I forgot Kristen had a spectral flight on her Eldish Mystic. So I was like Boros Reckoner. I can just block this motherfucker and win. No, it doesn't work like can't. that. No. I could have just dissipated and then unsummoned, and uh, it was a bad day. Yeah, there were many more misplays that day. <laughs> so Harrison misplayed and my deck hated me. And Chris Laws wasn't here. I wasn't here. I had life to deal with. It's okay. At the IQ last week, I sphinx for seven and hit seven fucking lands. I shit you not. Wow. Wow. I scooped. Yeah, but that burned out already. Yeah, yeah, there was nothing I had all six bases out, so I only took one. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to talk about Burning Arrow and how like, it's so much better than all the other like control eight cards right there? No, the I don't know the new one from, from Theros, the, the new Man of Arms. No, that's... That, that's Burning Arrow. Burning oh, is it? It's, it's well, like, it's so easy to destroy, because you have both Gary Charm and Abrupt Decay. Well, I mean, like, I like this card. You just have a lot of good cards that are moving right now. Um, I don't think it's going to be incredibly relevant. So let's. Uh, I mean, there's just so many cards. That people are going to be playing. Now this card is going to be relevant. Like, what card is that? Lifebane Zombie. Lifebane Zombie. So we can bring it back. We're looking at a three-one for one black black creature zombie warrior with intimidate. Ooh. 
<laughs> when Lifebane Zombie enters the battlefield, target opponent reveals his or her hand. You choose a green or white creature card from it and exile that card. That guy, that guy's gonna be pretty good. He's just nuts too. <laughs> so um, let's uh, speaking of Theros, let's talk about the voice. Well, we I think I think I want to talk about um, talk a little bit about what to look for. And uh, release weekend since we're already here and we can't get this to you guys before. Just thoughtsies. Just thoughtsies. That's all I want is 17 thoughtsies. So let's go through the Theros spoiler and look at some cards that, uh, that you should. my favorite? You sure? Well, I mean, I mean, that's one start. I think we're both using different websites. Well, it doesn't I'm matter. It's all color. I'm going, I'm going. Yeah, but what color? I'm going alphabetically, starting with white. I'm going to go with green right now. I don't know. Just go with your favorite card first. Like Boanalia is my favorite card. No, my God, that yeah, card is nuts. Once you uh, tell them what it does. One drop or one colorless, double green, attacking creatures have dead touch, which by itself is nuts. A mono green. We already have Colonian Hydra, scavenging those. I mean, if you play green black, you get Deathrite Shaman, and a 1-2 Death Touch just fucking sucks. I mean, even a mono green, you can yeah. still play like Deathrite um, Shaman and still And then I have the ability of one colorless green tap, choose one, you can put a plus one, plus one counter on a target creature, or it deals two damage to target creature with flying, or you gain three life, or put up to four target cards from your graveyard on the bottom of the library. So basically, it does everything you could ever it's, want it to do, and a little bit more. Is it the only... Uh, isn't this the only legendary artifact that has multiple abilities? Yeah, I think so, yes. Yes, it is. And that's why it's so good, because like it does everything you want to in green. I, I can't really disagree. I mean, they printed it too late, because what it came out last year had been so good against Delbert's. It does two to a creature of flying. You're just like... But I mean, like, the only thing that like I'm worried about is like past rotations desecration even beating my asset. But that card's stupid. I gotta lose Abyssin. Or not Abyssin, uh, there's, there's a nice little trick with the black artifact where you can actually pass the trigger point of combat and then reanimate the Desecration Demon so they don't have a trigger to tap it and then you hit them for six life loop <laughs> in the air. But it's stupid because, like, Dakota, Dakota's playing Julie <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Julia's sitting there with an auger on field during Julia's turn. And he's like, in turn. And Dakota's like, well, you have to go to combat. Do you want to sack it? And Julian's like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so he attacks with a 7-7 seven, seven desecration demon. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Wow. God, I hate that card. Alright, so let's go through, um, you want to go color by color and pick well, the high uh, points? I thought the first thing we do is we can just pick our favorite card. Well, I have, I have looked through the spoiler. I've already got my favorite card up. About well, where's your... I hate your phone. Yeah. When did you get a new one? I've had this one for six months. Oh. Go ahead and find your favorite card. Oh, I, I know that card. Yeah. It does things. Let me use yours. Yeah, I'm starting <laughs> to think smartphones about the ideal description. I can... I can you know, randomly get text from somebody whose name on my phone is Penis Jabber. Actually, I think I, I I can see that actually. I'm, I'm not kidding. I, I didn't expect you to be. Of course, your favorite carpet would be uh, would be red. Uh, honestly, I think it's the god. No, it's not. No, it's not the god. It's uh, we'll we'll let him we'll let him do it. Oh god, your stuff isn't all color organized. Yeah, it is. Green, red, black, blue, white. Oh, you realize my eyes are terrible, right? <laughs> 
You realize my eyes are terrible. It's a lot easier on an actual what computer. Happened, what happened to bicolor alphabetically? Come on, people. I don't care about the alphabet. Well, obviously. Honestly, I don't know if the goats even read the alphabet once. I don't know if I really have a favorite card. Like, I really like... Part of me wants to like... Well, actually, no, I take it back. I do have a favorite card. And his name is Xanagos. Okay, why don't you talk about why he's your favorite card? He's absolutely insane. If you don't know, uh, Xanagos is one of the new plane blockers. He's two red-green. Plus one. Add... Should I pull him up? Yeah, go ahead and pull him up. That way I'll make sure I don't get anything wrong here. Um, plus one. The funny thing is if we actually put the graphics up on the screen behind us and we're messing up, they'll know it. <laughs> I know, right? Um, Xanagos, the Reveler, two green-red. He, uh, he does things. Oh, he does so many things. I like him a lot. I think I might be gay for Xanagos. Who knows? It wouldn't be the first time you were gay for something. I know, the last He's time. He's the mind sculptor. I think everybody's gay for Jason. I wouldn't be killing What? I know you did because you don't play items. Xanagos the Reveler, plus one. Add X mana of any combination of red and or green mana to your mana pool, where X is the number of creatures you control. Minus, or no, not minus, zero. Shut your, your phone keeps, like, I can't read this shit. Zero, you get a 2-2 two, two creature token of hate, but you can't remember what type it is. It's, uh, it's an elemental, I think. Is it? Yeah. I, I want to say it's, it's right there. <laughs> Actually, it's probably not because I'm doing the editing and that sounds like way too much work. It shouldn't be like right in front of his face. <coughs> it's, it's right here. Right here. Um, <laughs> but I'm the Planeswalker. Zero put a 2 2 um, elemental with haste on the battlefield and I believe it's minus 7. Yeah. Uh, minus 6. I got it. Minus here. 6. It's a Satcher. Satyr. Satyr. It's a Satyr. It's a martyr. It's a goat. Bah. It's not a martyr. It has a it's a two-two go. Nah. You're right. My phone is doing ridiculously not. Is it next? Yes, like top seven, all lands. It's minus six. Yeah, they need to go right. Every time I lock onto it, my phone does something dumb. I don't know what it's minus six says. It's minus six says remove the top seven cards of your library. You may put all creatures and lands rebuilt, or as many creatures and lands rebuilt this way as you want onto the battlefield. That's insane. I'm not sure if it's exiled or revealed. I can't remember which. I want to say exiled. Exile uh, the top seven cards of your yeah. library. You may put any number of creatures or lands. Um, creatures or you lands. may put any number of creatures and or lands or among the battle. So basically, but it does not say under your control. So one of the opponents going to be very happy until the judge shows up and starts explaining things. Can I have <laughs> be like, here, have a Colonian Hydra. Well, I'm kind of surprised. Colonian Hydra. Is it just there's Watson like? by super, super OCD about the wording of their cards. Could they not have room for under your control? I don't know. I guess we have to see the cards. So they just come down, they come up to the battlefield in no man's land. Whoever grabs them first controls them. Yes. (laughs) Ready, fight. (laughs) You actually have to clash five times in a row. Whoever wins the best, uh, three out of five gets all the creatures. I don't know. Wizards, no, Wizards is really good about spelling things out. They're really good at making things idiot-proof. So and like, this does not say, I'm actually looking at the card. You can set an exile and top seven on your library. You can any number of creatures that are lands from among them on the battlefield. Who gets control of them? Okay, so if I... Yeah, I think you're splitting hairs here. So, like, if we get a clash... There will be a judge call. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. I always had a few judges who's come up to call them. 
<laughs> George! <laughs> it's like, what the hell's going on back here? <laughs> Anal. Oh. What? 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 We don't do that here. We don't? I don't think y'all was going to show up. Y'all don't do that. <laughs> What's the question, though? The creatures are going to control them. It doesn't say that. But you control the planeswalker, and it's all the planeswalker's abilities, and you get them. Yeah. Saying. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it does say on the belt, though, but I'm pretty sure nobody's going to be like, here, have three frag tusks. Or is it no, just there, there are ways. you usually say under your control? They do get pretty anal about that. They're, 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 they're very OCD anal ish about the way they work know. their cards. Their cards are supposed to be idiot proof. Here, an idiot can say, who gets them? I think even yeah, the animals say, say under your control. control. Yeah, like Jay says, you may cast instead of. Like put it to the battlefield. Yeah. I'm looking to see if I have any other examples. I don't think I do. Wizards really specific. I'm I'm wondering. Is that the Demer charm? Yeah. That thing's sexy. I'm wondering. Chris, you have to show that right there. The what? The the promo Demer charm for anybody who has this right there. It's not going to be on the wall. This is not bright enough to be a green screen. And you're not. It's not green enough to be a green screen. That you can go to paint. Paint that line. Every frame? Yes. I'm sure every every, every frame's a second. Every pixel, every frame. Yes. Good thing it's your job and not mine. Hey guys, I'd like to talk to you from three months in the past. Hi. Where Chris has been working tirelessly over the last three months for 12 hours a day. Three months in the past means you uploaded it with Internet Explorer. We don't do tech jokes here because most of our listeners won't get them. I'm sorry, what was the joke? You overestimate a lot of magic players sometimes. Yeah, I overrate Kennedy, apparently. You over okay, you definitely overrate me. Would you say I'm a halfway decent magic player? I don't know. I've only played twice. Based based on your experience. I don't know, I've never really paid attention. Okay, you're talking to a man who added at a Star City Open blew up a ratchet bomb for zero and all it succeeded in doing was blowing up my own mirror tokens from a mirror bounce. Oh, you're horrible. <laughs> I remember that open. Didn't we record a live episode there? No. Was the other one? No, that was the other one. We didn't Why record did you do that? <laughs> because I wasn't RTFC, by the way, to anybody who doesn't they already know. For those Read now. the fucking card. You know ratchet bomb says non-night permits, right? Yeah. Well, I was playing against um, Valica that was playing Raging Ravines. Mm-hmm. And I was playing uh, Blue Black Tezzerator with Battlespears because I didn't have money for one coil engine. And he attacked with Raging Ravines and I tried to kill him with my ratchet bomb. Doesn't quite work like that. No. <laughs> it's okay. I was paying attention to the day and I tried to blow up that beautiful looking, so. so. I'm not the only person who's done that. You're not. <laughs> I just wasn't paying attention. He's playing Mono Green. I'm like, I was at like two lives so it didn't matter anyway. Well, I'm just... I just want to say, this, this happened... I mean, but what if you got to the point where you're like, no blocks? He's like, really, you're at two? He's like, I'm going to blow up my ratchet bomb. Like, well, that doesn't work. <laughs> I didn't have any creatures on the field. <laughs> well, yeah, at least you didn't have any creatures on the field. I mean, you didn't blow up your whole board, almost. <laughs> to do nothing. What are you talking about? You worked very hard to set yourself back. <laughs> I did. It was worked very hard. Um... Should be an achievement for that. Set yourself back. No, actually, I thought about this. One thing we didn't get a chance to talk about uh, was the, all the new rule changes that came with M14. And I would like to say it's going to be nice to be able to sit down at a table at an open, or at least play three rounds of an open without losing a round based on a game loss because I forgot to take one card out of my deck. 
because I didn't sideboard properly. Oh, I took a game once because I had 16 cards on my sideboard. Uh, yeah, that's that's still a thing. No, 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 no. Illegal deck register sheet. That's what always gets me. No, that happened to me. My first PPQ has not happened since. I have, it's not I have happened not to me played, until last I, week. I haven't played an open where that didn't happen to me. Yes. <laughs> I played months of I learned from my mistake. The first time, but that's the first time that's happened to me in like eight years. Well, the first time, the first time I triple check my deck list and then I give it to somebody else to count. I play a different deck every week. I can't keep up with. Well, the first, the first time it happened to me was because I put Jace or Jace TMS instead of Jace the Mind Sculptor. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't that's, yeah, they some judges allow it. They got me for that. And I got a game loss for that one. And then there was one where I didn't make the change to my deck list because I was putting in. I think it was when I was playing Blue White Control. I put a card. I put in the gate from my sideboard into my main deck and moved um, one of the Think Twices to my sideboard and didn't change my deck list. So they got me for that one. Was awful. I think the most interesting deck registration <laughs> error I've ever come across was a block tournament. It was Top Spiral Block. Mm-hmm. And they did the random, they, or they did the thing at the beginning of the tournament where round one, they go and they check all the deck lists for errors. Well, this deck list happened to slip through the cracks and they didn't check it. They thought they did and they didn't. Well, the guy makes top eight, and he's playing against me at top eight, and you know, at the top eight, you have to turn in your deck and your deck list for a deck mm-hmm. check. And they come up to us at the table to give us our deck so we can get around one, and he had forgotten to register Common Voice. What? Block <laughs> Constructed had to play four basic forests instead of his Common Voice. Rolled him. Of course <laughs> he did. He didn't have Common Voice. Oh, basic forest almost is good. Oh, he's going to post match of magic. Very close. I, I I don't know. I could probably play Jace's, Parmagoids, Bitter Blossoms, and Mistbind Clicks, and Wallace could probably beat you with 60 basic lands. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. I'm sorry. How do you lose? Like, that's not Never, ever. He's taken shitty, like, Brandon Sizemore decks. Like, his his less good. I, I apologize, Brandon. His less he good. He's going to watch this. He's got all his 15 episodes on his iPod. He's going to watch this. I apologize for that, Brandon. I misspoke. His less good decks <laughs> against my $700 tier 1 standard decks and rolled me every time. problem. I think it's I think it's more mental than anything. It's because I'm playing Wallace, and I know I always lose, so I, I beat, always lose. I beat him with mono-white weenies, like, two months ago, before Mono White Weenies was actually a thing again. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about White Weenies is it's always a thing. The thing yeah. about me is I only win when I play bad decks. And you know this is true. When I play good decks, I do not win. But when I play really shitty decks, I go like X2 and X1. And just because I have more fun playing shit. So what, uh, what are we looking at now? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like, less than 30 minutes? I'm short and I have cards. <laughs> So, um, been, we're at least 20 minutes in, and we've gotten to two of our three favorite cards. I know. So go ahead and... Uh, um, I'm pretty sure people... You said it's red. Yeah. Go look at the Theorist spoiler, and then come back and join us, and you'll probably have a fairly good idea. You know, don't be listening to us. Don't, don't be listening or watching us while you do this. That way you're pause, not cheating. Pause it. <laughs> pause it. Go look at all the red cards in Theorist. Come up with a top five list, and we'll see if my card's on it. It should be. It should be. It's a pretty good one. One of the cards that you wanted to put in red deck, I didn't really understand. We'll, 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 talk, about, we'll talk about my red deck. 
because I don't think I'm going to play it anyway. We'll have this discussion again, because that's what we're going to We argue with each other, forget that our phones can't record conversations, and have to do it all over again. Yeah, but if only we had, re- like, audio recording capabilities, like, somewhere within our bodies, we would have so much good content for you guys, but we don't. Because we have to pretend to argue with you. Yes, and it just gets boring. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Alright, so... My favorite card of heroes is Fanatic Emojis. Okay, well, You're probably mispronouncing it. It's wizards. They don't want us to pronounce it correctly. At least I'm not saying Tafari. <laughs> well, it's Tafari. It's not Tafari. It's the Mage of Zahalfa here. Zahalfa. It's Tafari. It will always be Tafari. The Mage of Zahalfa here. <laughs> anyway, Fanatic Emojis, for those of you that don't know, is 4-2 uh, <laughs> for 3 red. And he uh, EQBs near the battlefield and shoots each opponent equal to your devotion to red. Pretty saucy. Pretty saucy. How many cards are here? 60. You can't count? Five. You guys do realize that I'm not editing this much, right? You guys count. I'm going to check my email. 35. 30. Right and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Hold on, I just I got a new mail from the live out of thing. All right, we're back. <laughs> All right, so um, fanatic emojis, Mogus, Mogus, Safari, Zahalf here, <laughs> the baby Zahalf here. <laughs> Whatever. I'm sure so, these guys who are perfect will email us about the correct pronunciation. The correct? The correct pronunciation. <laughs> if you're on a billion correct, you're wrong. That's true. All right, very so, true. what do you guys think? For a red card, red's not I great. We got, we got a new series here, and we got, like, when people are... We got Magma Jet back. I mean, that's pretty I was going to say, when, like, people, red deck, that's insane. when people are thrilled about Magma Jet, like, Magma Jet's a very strong card. But it's not like Ball. Nothing's lighting. I wouldn't even the say it's on the level of Brimstone Ball. It's better. The only, I think it's better. Well, that's two. because what, I, what card in red gives you the power to and adjust the, your death? That's the only one. It still does two damage. It deals like two that, damage. That's perfectly... Like, honestly, in this format, turn right. two, or you're going to kill it, it's more than two damage. And honestly, how many times have you bitched at me about going, well, I could have win, and then I drew land, land? Well, obviously, it's going to get better, <laughs> and it should. It's a very solid... I don't think it's better than Brimstone Molly. It's not as good as Lightning Bolt, but it's not as good as... It's better than Brimstone Molly. As somebody who plays decks that just go one drop, two drop, three drop, reach... So it's not the piece of reach I won't. No, he no, doesn't. Won't actually he, counts, he counts to 20. So you just count to four with your lands, <laughs> and then you're done. Sometimes yeah. three. Okay. Or two. Well, I mean, usually it's four, but... It's one well, you're hell right. It's going to be th- it's gonna be four now with Fnatic. Dude, and I'm just saying that fucking artifact is stupid. Was one red. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sackle make a 3-3. Oh. Okay. <laughs> How much does it cost again? 3. Only one red red. Ah. So what do you think about, oh, you're talking about the, the hammer of the Perthros? Yeah. No. What's what the god let's, let's, let's talk about this for a few minutes. How many of, of the gods are, are played? All of them. All of them? All of them? Okay. There are definitely stronger ones and weaker ones, but they are all like, playable. Strength-wise, I think it's white. 
The white ones do. The white one is absolutely fucked. Then probably black, because it doesn't let your opponent gain life, and you get to draw. Well, give your card advantage in black, and mono black's going to be a thing. Now. Well, you also have Underworld Connections, which gets you a card for half price, and you I don't, don't have, have to have the devotion blue to have the deal. worst one. And blue is the worst one, but still very playable. Well, it's a three drop, five, five with devotion, five, but the hard thing is the blue, blue, blue is harder blue to get Blue decks are not going to get your devotion. Yeah, but it's still if you scry for it. Yeah, you're going to scry. At the beginning of your upkeep, scry one. If it was an enchantment that just said two and a blue, I wouldn't at the beginning of your upkeep, scry one. I'll play it. I'll play it. I wouldn't. When you're at seven land and you're trying to hit an Aetherling to win because you just like, yeah, like want to so many times. Don't. Then that's why you just draw hard. You, for, you forget that like Swings well, over the forget that it also makes a creature unblockable. Yeah. And all I did forget about it. But you said three mana if it just at the beginning of your upkeep. But there are more things I don't, here. I wouldn't, we said I would it was not, playable. I would not play it. Though. Okay. But I would not play it. With Devotion Fiber Graver 5-5. Five, five. Because honestly, and I can't think. Is it one in a blue target creatures unblockable this time? The, the decks yeah. that are going to want to make make it unblockable are going to be wanting to play, like, okay. Well, obviously, the, let me just. The go to blue like, card already is a self unblockable. Exactly. I think it's white, black, green, red, blue. No. Not only is stupid. Yes. But the red guy, first of all, you're going to be playing this guy in an aggro deck. Which means when you drop him on turn four, you're probably already going to have devotion. Yes, but he doesn't have haste. That's why, like, he's not red. They know red he doesn't have haste. It doesn't matter. Play him after a battle driver on five. I mean, I, honestly, we I will get into this debate later, but I don't think I still think Rally is better than the red one. Uh, Other creatures I control have trample. Well, how about how about this? Let, let's let I give a creature plus two plus two while it has trample. How, how about this? After this episode goes off, uh, we will post our top. We'll put them in our in order. And then let them put, put it. Or how about how about let's do this? Let's go and let's read what each what each of the gods does. Well, I think we can skip the white one. I don't think there's any argument here. All the white one, one does is the best. best. It does everything you want it to and more. Yeah, I, I, there's no denying the fact that the white is the best. I think the second still between black or green. I, I think red's in there. I just don't red's strong enough in like a monocolor deck. Like I'm talking about monocolor. Like because yeah. you obviously aren't gonna they aren't gonna be as good if you're in two or three colors. Just obviously. Unless you're playing white red, turn him on. Yeah, yes, because but of the war striker and and minotaurs are going to be a thing. I sell it. That's just red, red. Yeah, yeah, but you're going to get boros. So if you have an Axel and a boros striker, but like we have five. But like I'm saying, like. We're just talking about monocolor. Well, also, he counts towards his own devotion, so yeah. he only needs yeah. four others. So you need a Moorish Reckoner and anything else. But the reason I say, red, the reason I say yeah. red is not as good as green is because <laughs> in red, you you typically, typically, like nine times out of ten, want to win by turn four. Do you not? You can't. It's like, honestly, if I could goldfish a deck that wins on turn four, I'm happy playing it. Honestly, the only time I've ever heard of him winning on turn four was your ball lightning story. That was turn three. Well, turn three. I'm probably beating a lot. But that was a godhead, and Josh Lara literally like looked at my opponent after looking at my head and went just. I've honestly, I've honestly had to scoop like turn three because the guy's like turn one stomping ground manador, turn two Ash Dealer lightning mauler pass turn, turn three double board plane rampager. I don't know. That's that's absurd and will never happen. I I think this is a good time for a break. Since he had to take a phone call, we are going to take a quick commercial break. We didn't do anything. I know. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Hello <laughs> and welcome to Running the Gauntlet. Um, we are going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with you as soon as commercials. You can make commercials. 
We'll look for me. Buy t-shirts and play mats. Buy t-shirts and play mats. That's what the commercial will be. Anyway, we'll be right back after this quick commercial break. <laughs> All right, we are back from uh, from our commercial breaks. Make sure you buy those play mats, buy those t-shirts, uh, because that's we'll we'll show you our little setup here. But uh, in order to bring you better, stuff. better quality stuff, then uh, we need we need a little bit. But I, I went to one of my film websites and I put the price at live streaming and high definition at about fifteen hundred dollars. Um, it's not that much. We we are we are thinking about if. You know, if you guys are still interested in hearing the ridiculousness that we have to say, we are um, sometime over the next few months try to convince ourselves to put away our pride and start a Kickstarter. So if that is something you'd be interested in donating to or whatnot, just be sure to let us know. Uh, obviously, I've got my eyes on much better equipment. Well, honestly, like that's just for like live streaming in HD, and we don't need all that. Though. Well, no, no, we won't be live streaming in HD. We can record in HD, but the live streamer I'm buying only does standard definition. Well, so I mean, we would be recording it in HD, but we'd be streaming it in standard def, and then the archive would go up in HD. Well, I'm if you wanted to stream in HD, it's going to be like eight thousand. Well, Somebody can zoom me in, hold the other style. I mean, <laughs> like a bullet to my head. This shit. <laughs> Would you like to introduce the gang? <laughs> Hi, I'm the gang. Chris Law is Chris Kennedy, not Harrison. Not Harrison. Not Harrison. No, I lost about 500 pounds. We, uh, <laughs> we, 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 we flipped from part note to 100% homosexual. Exactly. <laughs> Harrison came back for break. Harrison was like, I want to do this anymore. Go tag gang. Go tag in the gang. Go tag in the gang. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think what we're going to do is... Um, I'm sure all of you have seen that there are a spoiler by now, or you know, seen what what you have to see as far as the cards. So here's, here's our release primer. Go do it your fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> because by the time this up, it'll be like Friday, and you won't care, or you'll already be at your local game store anyway. So as far as seal, you know what? You know what? Go to YouTube. Watch the magic show with their home. They're going to do every card. They're We're not trying to take anything away from you, Evan Irwin. You do a fantastically mediocre job. <laughs> so you can say a great job, except for the fact that every single card is a good man. Every goddamn motherfucking card is a good man. I watched them once. Once is all I need. He would pick the most stupidest card and go, Oh, it's kind of good! I'm like, No, it's not! Go, go back. Go back and watch his Future Sight episode where he talks about Carbonoid. Carbonoid, one of the greatest creatures in the history of the game, popped up on the screen, and the only word out of his mouth is Planeswalker. I told him it does last week. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. And we were talking about how much better it would be if it were foil. Yes, it was. I have a modern master's pack. Yeah. No, Evan Irwin was like, and look at this card, Carbonoid. We get a new freaking Facebook. Talk about Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't say anything about it being the greatest creature in the history of Magic the Gathering. Well, to be fair, when they got released, they were like, what? They were like, Nobody realized what they were looking at. I have a friend who realized what they were looking at, and he went to five card shops within a 50 mile radius and bought over 70 of them at $2 a piece. Yes, and then they shut up to 90. He set all of them to 65 and then shipped them all. Of course. He kept a place He kept a place at. Well. Well, that's nice. But uh, anyway, I thought, I thought we'd uh, we'd take a um, take a look at what um, obviously rotation, you know, rotation season is always. This, this, this is the one time of the year where Wizards gives it to us right in the ass. 
And we'll let it go by. He got really excited when I said that. <laughs> I mean, if you've got something big enough to give it to him, yes, we're going to do it. We'll do it right here. That might be a train happening soon. <laughs> I will not be the caboose. Nope. I'll have to fuck the shit out of them. <laughs> but anyway, I think we'll talk, we're going to talk a little bit about what standard... Long story um, short, we only got five sets of magic sucks for a couple of months, and I'm never going to say well, that yes again. <laughs> I'm not going to say that it uh, it's going to suck. Honestly, like losing Innistrad... Is, it's going to be a huge blow because like we have so many good cards, good utility out of your strong. Well, losing half of the half of our mana base. Yes, yes. having having buddy lands was always huge. Well, you're getting them back, but shittier. Well, I don't half of them. Well, oh, honestly, yeah. honestly, I just see it as different. Like, I don't think they're worse. Like, they're a little bit worse. I would obviously to play. I would have, better. I would rather have pain lands. Well, I'm just, I would straight up rather have pain. I don't know. The temples aren't like they're not. They're not terrible. You can't play them in aggro. I mean, you're going to have to, but you can't. Well, like you're going to be looking at a hand that's like one drop, two drop, three drop, uh, basic land, tap land. Okay. Right? Well, here's think, think of it this way. Uh, have you seen what they've done with them now? Like most of the cards. They're, they're trying they to slow. They're up. trying to slow the the, the format down. That's, that's what they're trying to do. That's why we have three playable white one drops. Yes. Because they're slowing down the format? Well, they're slowing, they're trying uh, to slow down. This set has three one mana, two ones in it. Well, you also also think about what good removal we have right now. If Foxy's shitty art, but we have Foxy's. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is like... Just saying. I think, I think that removal right now is as good as it's been in a long time. We've got Doomblade, we've got um, Ultimate Price. Like, we're not losing any removal that... People were losing murder, but they give us go to Delphi, which is like infinitely better than murder. So, like, I mean, removal is about to be as good as it's been in a while. I mean, with us only having five sets, reach has been better. You can talk, you can talk praises about Magma Jet all you want, but at the end of the day, you got shock, Magma Jet, and Lightning Strike. Not so good. Not so good. I mean, I like that good. It's really Your good. fourth burn spell is busy in order. Get your fat ass in here with that pizza. Bah. Bah. Here's Harrison. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Harrison came in here and ruined everything. What are we talking about? We're about to talk about decks for standard. How about you take a seat behind me? That way your head's oh, not on the screen. There we go. We're good. All right, so, um, so let's, we're, we're definitely going to see our ex-blue decks. That are basically going to be counterspell, aid the lane, support color for whichever All support color. You don't think Blue White has a for American? Blue White's not going to be good enough. I don't think like, American's going to be good enough. Gary Thompson has been working on American. It's uh, Aether Lane, like, um, what's the card? I'm just going to say Blue Black, the token Bow, and Red Green, and uh, Blue White. Black White? Legion. Is that too? Legion. 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 Assemble the Assemble the Legion. It's like an Assemble the Legion's, like, Aether Wing. I mean, Assemble the Legion is looking really good. But with the Beauty and Aether Wing to close out the game. Especially with all the enchantment hate that's coming out. And we've also seen... Like, Assemble the Legion used to be good because nobody cared about enchantments, but now you've got enchantments that come into dudes. True. You've got legendary enchantment artifacts that just fuck everything up. Like, people are going to be hating on enchantments now. Assemble the Legion is going to come down, they're going to kill it, and then 
what? You win the faith on it? Well, you probably should have sold the faith on anyway. You've got the red god. You've got the red card that puts shit it, when it comes in to America, play. In America, are you really going to have room to get devotion up to red? Exactly. Like, the, the thing about devotion is, like... I see that being a good deck. I, <laughs> I don't think it's going to play the god. I think the god's going to be played in either a heavy red deck or a big red. Like, straight big yeah. red. Like uh, the the worst. And he's, going to be be he's going to be he's going to be absurd. I think he could do it. It's straight big red. I really. Think well, with Boros record or absolute. I mean, you, you have Boros record. You can get the five, and when those things come down, you're taking two damage each fucking yeah. creature. It's bad. Like with like with Boros, you know, like you said, you've got a symbol of legion. You've got. Boros Reckoner, like the cards that Boros are playing now are already hybrid cards anyway, so like, playing the gods, playing Helion and Perforos. Helion, I would play anyway, just because that card is absurd. Even if you don't beat your devotion up, that guy still gets guys. No, I'm, I'm talking to the people. <laughs> How many people actually watch it? Uh, upwards of about. For minimum, minimum of 3,500. Okay, my telephone number is. <laughs> Food. You can set it in there. I'll be in there now. <laughs> we never edit anything out, by the way. Just that's cold. We always say we're going to, but we never we do. Don't. That's my big dick boyfriend. Uh, uh, his number is going to be right there. Yeah, yeah. No, no, number is going to be right there. He's, um, so don't give out your phone number. We don't, we don't want to get um, sued. I, I don't want nobody calling me because... I don't know how many homos are watching. Um, <laughs> the, the episode of Power Blade Mother where Barney does it the, the, at the basketball game and he has the cell phone and is constantly ringing and every time he gets a woman in the bed his phone rings again. He's like, Hello? He's like, no, I'm busy. Wait, you're, you're what? I'll be right there. You know, <laughs> he gets like over 100 calls and he can't sleep with anybody because somebody slightly better always calls him right before he's about to make a move. But uh, I can see that happening here. Let's, let's, let's get back to this because we don't have much... Much left on this. Yeah, we do. Well, still. You know how many DV tapes I brought? And if you guys really need to know how much we need equipment, I just said mini DV tape. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were setting all this up and his camera was spazzing out real bad. And he goes, that's short, isn't it? <laughs> He's gonna, he goes, this seven year old dick, Michael Jackson would love this camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> oh, but anyway, wow. so. What do you think? What do you think Bug would look like? Oh, um, rotation. I mean, we're obviously we're looking we're at talking about speaker, the, desecration. Are we talking about like an archetype of the things that run around the floor of the car shop? <laughs> as and an that, that is why we're moving. As <laughs> an archetype. Um, I mean, we have Omen Speaker. We've got Desecration Demon, which which ain't bad. Erebos. I mean, I mean, as a as a. Can you get Erebos into a guy in a three-colored deck? Or is he just going to be good? Well, like he's, a, he's, he's, an underworld, he's an underworld connections that can be a dude. And he is indestructible. The Black God, I tell you, is exactly. fucking sexy. It really is. You can't gain life. I'm going to draw cards all day. I know, it does, it does kind of really... Yeah. It does say you're a whole thing for Yeah. If it does, players can't gain life. It, it does put a hurting on Sphinx's revelation. Really yes, bad. it does. It doesn't put a hurting on yours because But I'm not going to be playing Esper anyway. Me personally, I'm going to make blue black work because I think blue black is going to be the control deck. Black white is going to be a great mid range deck. I'm doing blue white. Two two color control, two color control and mid range. One color aggro. I don't think so. I think I think you're definitely looking at. Mono white aggro is going to be splash. You can splash a second color, but you Boros. I, I I think we're going to see Boros decks like full. 
dual color bonus decks. We're gonna see red green decks simply because Xanagos is way too fucking good, and you've got Don Ray. You just don't. You just don't play all those. Pat-Man. You remember the days? Remember the days when people played upwards of seven of each basic land because we didn't have that many duels. Having the mana bases, having the mana bases we had for Ravnica spoiled us. We're going to go back to seeing people playing basic lands again, and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that no. because we're not, <laughs> we're not seeing any of the any of the dual color stuff from Ravnica, from Ravnica block, or any of the stuff we've seen in Theros being that mana intensive. Even dual, even dual color like intensive. It's not that bad. It's not as bad as it was, say, um, with uh, like with Zendikar. Zendikar was really, really color intensive. But then it also had really, really good fixing. We don't... We had buddy lands and fetch lands. I miss Onslaught. <laughs> but now, now we've got... I, I honestly, know, I, honestly I think we're seeing... I miss Onslaught. Honestly, I think I we're going to see I the days... I don't think I want to go back to high school and relive those two years. <laughs> I think we're going to see the days I'm coming too far to go back to high school. Man, Wait, there's artists watching this, please. God, bring back Earth's Rage. <laughs> Spearmonger, that'd be awesome. Those things were badass. But I think uh, maybe a record. I just saw Harrison throw away a pizza box and it's been here for like ten minutes. Brower half of it. I'm, I'm sure Brower. I'm gonna go eat. <laughs> it is. Take right, a seat, Harrison. We're talking about bugs. Give a water real quick. Sure. And come back with bug stuff to say. <laughs> and black white stuff to say. And we're back. <laughs> until, we, until we get to aggro, I'm just going to sit here and nod. Come on, you have to have a relevant opinion about other stuff. I do. And honestly, like you, you playing against all the different types of decks that you play against, playing combo and playing aggro and playing red deck, you have to have something relevant to say about those matchups. I can tell you what your aggro matchup would look like against it. I can tell you why certain cards are good for your matchup and bad for your matchup. Spaghetti is the ugliest vegetable. Get out of the camera. <laughs> We're going to edit that out. Did you hear me? <laughs> We're going to edit that out. <laughs> bad. I'm just bad already. <laughs> but anyway, let's talk about um, a deck specifically that Harrison's been talking about, and that's fun. Pizza. So besides, we, we are, I already heard you say earlier, you know, you've got Omen's Baker, you've got Desecration Demon. Deathrite Shaman. Deathrite Shaman. Thoughtseize. It's a black god that says your opponent can't gain life. Far and away, Doomblade, Putrefy, Abrupt Decay. Is there a downfall? Does double black too much? No. Because you get uh, Temple of Deceit. Is that the blue black? Yeah, so why, yeah. why not hear a downfall? Over what? Doomblade? No, because Doomblade is going to... Doomblade's... Doomblade's not going to kill anything that you don't want to kill besides Desecration Demon. Yeah, I mean, you have a Brump Decay and Putrefy, too. Like, I think Hero's Downfall is like a one or four Planeswalker. The only Planeswalker you're going to want to kill is, really kill, is Jace or Xanagos. Dude, fucking Elspeth. Elspeth is not I don't think Jace. She's dead. She wins the game on her own. I don't think that Elspeth is as She rolls up to make three I'm not saying she's not good. I don't. I think she's slightly overrated. Jerry Thompson is all over that bitch. Of course, Jerry T would be all over that bitch. You don't have to play. Girls, uh, if you were playing ball, you'd play Braska, which 
does more, and it lets you destroy target non-land permanents. So you're just like, oh, you're, you're Planeswalker. You just totally punk everybody. <laughs> Why are we discussing bug anyway? Is that, is that a thing? It will be. I, I think it will be. Benny might have already discussed it. It will be. Honestly, I think... Like, the deck builds itself. I honestly think another thing to watch out for is um, black-white. Mid-range? Mid-range. I mean, because like you said, if you have, you have Elspeth, then you're getting Ashen Rider, you've got Ghost Dad, you've got... Uh, Desecration Demon, you've got mm -hmm. Underworld Connections. Yep. You can still play Angel of Serenity on, on the high end if, if you feel like playing it, which you don't even need to, really. I'm just kind of disappointed that Benny was a really, really good Angel of Despair, and then didn't give us any good ways to reanimate it quickly. That's kind of the point, though. Like, you've got the whip and the new reanimation. What do you think about the new dragon? The 5-5, five, five, the, the not-so-good. The, the, the five mana 4-4 four, four with haste. Pro-white. Yeah, he's pro-white. That thing's kind of insane. And monstrosity. I, I, think he's gonna, yeah, I think he's going to stick. He's going to smash the four. And a couple times down the road, if you don't have anything to do with monstrosity, then... What is he? What is he monstrosity for? I know. I think it's seven for three. It becomes a seven-seven, and he deals damage. But ain't like seven mana. Ain't like seven mana. All right, I'm out again. I'm like Bubba. So I came back here for. See if the homosexual is available. I don't think he is. I think he's busy. He's eating. He never goes to us. You realize that, right? Like something always happens. Would you like to come sit down over here? Even if it's just some no talk gun. about stuff. That is a no-go. For those of you who don't know, I'm talking to my lovely fiancé, who you are going to see at some point. Uh, I seriously doubt that. <laughs> I don't, I'll pick the camera up. I'll go do it. I won't hesitate. You'll never see her run out of her room so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you shoot me that finger one more time. We're going to go at it. All right. That's it. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. What's up? Um, the red dragon. Yes, the red dragon. Um, I think... Uh, let's talk about one one go-to deck post-rotation that everybody goes to is Mono Red. And I uh, think they should. Well, let's talk about uh, the the same argument. Well, conversation we had on the other day. Your list called for... Um, it was... Lightning Strike, Shock. Oh, you want me to pull the list up instead yeah, of the Storm Breath Dragon? <laughs> pull, pull. I'll do one thing right now. Pull the list up. All right. Uh, pull up the we're, we're gonna we're gonna put it up on the screen. So I have Red Deck Lands and Big Red. So we do both of them and talk about the difference. Well, let's just let's just talk about Red Deck Lands. Big Red is basically a just turn. Saying, it just skips the one drops. Yeah. In favor of more four drops and a five drop. So let's uh, let's go over this uh, this red list okay. uh, right quick and. Uh, so we have a sideboard yet. So we're looking at um, 18 mountains, three mutables. So that's 21 lands. Four fire drinker satyr. Four Rakdos cackler. Four ash Sleelet, Four young pyromancer. Four Chandra's phoenix. Three ogre battle driver. Two fanatic of Mogus. Four shock. Four lightning strike. Four magma jet. And two museum mortars. Now, my first thought is the pyromancer, the young pyromancer, is the two one for two. That when you cast the spell, you get a one more. Okay. Um, that guy, I, I like in this deck. But the thing is, is you're playing... It's when you cast an instant or sorcery, though. It's, it's not... Sorcery. So, what so I'm thinking is... 
exactly. You're, you're playing... I don't think the spell you're playing that the way I thought about the... Not for four of them, but here's the, what the two mana two one giant that says the um, Talion target creature can't block. He's the other option. <coughs> well, here's or there's also the good old fashioned Echo Shred Freak, which basically brings you up to eight Ash spells. Well, but here's here's my thought. First of all, I don't think Battle Driver needs to be in this deck, honestly, because if you're playing if you're playing Pyromancer, then I seriously doubt that. He does turn your Pyromancer trigger into Spark Elementals. But, I mean, like I said, this is the spot that Hellrider's been filling for the last few years. And we really didn't get a good Hellrider replacement. I honestly think, um, I think the Fire Drinker Saber, the new Jackal Pup, I think that guy's fine. I think Rackers Hacker's fine. I really wanted something better, but he'll pull good. I think after, I think Ashley looks fine. Um, Young Pyromancer, I think, should only stay in the list if you change up your spell count. Um, what, are, what are you going to do for the new Zeal Orders? Like, honestly, honestly here's, here's the thing, though. If it were me, like this was my red deck, I would cut Charter's Phoenix, cut the Battle Driver in favor of Gutter Snipe. You could play Boris Reckoner in this list. Cut the, cut the Battle Drivers for... Gutter Snipes. Cut the uh, cut the Seder to two, and play two of the Needle Drop Scry. I mean, they're basically like with Gutter Snipe in play. They're lightning. Just agree that you shouldn't play red aggressive decks yet. I mean, this this is not the aggressive deck I would go to if I wanted to play aggro. No, but what I'm saying I would play modern white or modern or white with a splash. No, but what I'm saying is, don't you think that that would be the better way to go? Assuming that the format is still going to be just as aggro intensive as it is now, and how often playing that many dudes, how often do you think your dudes are going to get through? Especially since we're talking about the new watch. Well, we're talking about voice resurgence. Exactly. We're talking about like your dudes aren't going to really be able to do much. I built this list because I'm a moderate. And every time a spoiler comes up, I go, I wonder what Red Deck Wins looks like. And since I know Red Deck Wins and my lists are usually fairly good, I build one. This is what it looks like. And you happen to ask for it. And I gave it to you. And I have no intentions of playing this list. Coming from a Red player, do not play this list. It's, it's good, but... Well, I'm just saying, for those Red players, one. for those Red players out there that are going to play it, if, let's, let's go over my big Red list then. Because I would rather you think the big red list is better? I do, actually. There's one change. I didn't update it. This list does not have the Storm Breath Dragon in it. Well, but it will be, as as you know, if you've seen so far, we are putting things on the screen as we talk about it. Yeah. So the so, updated list will be uh, will be on the screen. So we're looking at three new Vault 21 copies this time. So you're playing four five drops. So this list stops at four. Well, your you're average, you know. You, I do like this list. I might play one or two dragons in it, uh, cutting something somewhere, I don't know. Alright, so what we're looking at is four Ashley Lip, four Chandra's Phoenix, four Boros Reckoner, four Fnatic, three Perforos. That's good. Three Perforos, three Chandra Pyromaster, two Shock, four Lightning Strike, four Magma Jet, four Mizium Orders. Now, would you cut Mizium Orders for the Stormbrand Dragon? You could cut a Mizium Orders and probably a Fnatic or a God and put in two dragons. Well, the thing, 
I mean, the guy is legendary, so playing two versus three isn't that big of a deal. But you do want to have you do want to have him, but I mean, then again, he is the top of your card. If you don't have him, it's not the end of the world. You just play a fanatic or you wait play a dragon. I just think, I mean, I, I like this list a lot better. It is better. Because it's not, I like this list better because it's not. You're so essentially cool. skipping your turn one to give yourself a better late game. You're playing better, this, this is playing better spells. Yes. I just, like I said, as far as the, the traditional red deck wins list. Well, one yeah. drop, two drop, three drop, two. Yeah, I, I it's really. It's not there. It's just the cards aren't there. I, I, I never said that my idea was the best one. No. But I, I think it was a better list than the Doom Deck. And these are untested lists. Oh yeah, of course. This is just right off the top of our heads kind of stuff. This is my experience with Modern Red going, this is what I think, not this is what I know. Um, I definitely think, um, like, like we were saying earlier, I think that the decks to watch out for are going to be some some form of red, white, aggro. Um, I think it's going to be white. White X, because green white's going to be real, real good. The, I, mean, I think... I think Todd Anderson's onto something with his mono black aggro. Have you not seen that list? I haven't seen any. He did. He did a versus against somebody against Brad, mm-hmm. where he played mono black and Brad played like uh, Brad played something mid ranging and he lost a lot. <laughs> but it's just because it was a bad matchup. I think the next sweet. It's been a while since Modern Black got to the red zone successfully. Well, I um I definitely think it'll be some sort of white X aggro. White X aggro will be there. Probably both green white and red white. And mono white. Well, because well that I don't right. have the list on there. Mono white is looking good too. Like because you've got Heliod, you've got well, the uh, look at the bottom of your curve. You've got Lord of Sully, um, Dryad Militant, mm-hmm. uh, Soldier Pantheon. That guy is absurd. That guy's really good. Just look at that. You're looking at three one drops better than any of the one drops in Modern Red. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, your two drops, you've got uh, Priest and Captain. Yes. You've got, that guy's pretty um, insane. The, the, two, the, the bear that makes your opponent stuff come in to play Pact. That's a dude? Yeah, he's a two one for two. He says your opponent. He's no, he's one for Okay. He, I, wasn't, I wasn't around for him for We're going to watch for a 2 1. Features your opponent control, ETB tapped. Okay. Um, and then on 3, you've got Boris. Boris right there. Do you need anything better at 3? <laughs> Is there anything better at 3? I don't know. I have no and idea. And then at 4, I mean, and then you can curve it out. At 4, you play the God. And at 5, you can play Archangel of Yes. Like, Mono White is there. Do not underestimate Mono White because people like green. <laughs> Like, I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, I, I definitely if, think if somebody, white, white aggro is definitely there. Even, I will put my list with me, so we can't discuss it. But I will post my list, and I will not be surprised to see somebody take that list mm-hmm. and smash people. Well, and then, and then also you've got, you've got Boris to look at. Don't forget the artifact, the white artifact, the legendary mm-hmm. artifact guy. The white one is an anthem. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't know what to, I don't Ray know what you want to say here. I don't know what you want me to say here. Ray, Ray, the elements is a card. <laughs> um, you're definitely going to be seeing your Aetheling Counterspell dot deck. Yeah. Um, now, probably how, Rocking Speaks is Revelations more than not. Not always, but more than not. Now, I think what's here's what I think is going to happen when rotation happens. There are going to be a few players realizing. I'm going to go look up the dragon yeah. now. <laughs> I think there are a few players 
that, or a, a, a fair number of players that are going to realize that with the mana base now, that aggro isn't getting as war as bad. What's he doing? I have no idea. The gay is out there doing something. <laughs> Um, you, we, we were trying to discuss what you were doing. We have to do it on air. And now he's skipping. <laughs> please, please. I have told somebody. They believe I am not gay. <laughs> Wait, you convinced somebody that you are straight? I don't know. She said. Is it Jerry's girlfriend? Can you not tell? Is that Jerry's girlfriend you're talking about? Yeah. Sweetheart. Bless her heart. Bless her heart. Um, but anyway, I definitely think that, uh, like like I was saying, there are going to be a fair number of players that realize that three color just three color control just can't happen because the what we're losing for the mana bases does not make up for what the aggro decks are gaining. I think like it's slowing the format down, but I don't think that the your Esper decks, your American decks, are going to be able to have the mana early enough or the correct mana open early enough to interact with these aggro decks in a meaningful way before they get out of hand. Right, and then you're on your heels. So let, let's go through the dragon now that you have it. He is a 5 mana 4-4, four, four, flying haste pro life, 5 red red monstrosity 3. When he becomes monstrous, he deals damage to, ah, he deals damage to each opponent equal to the number of cards that are driven. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. It's kind of good. Chris Law's beater. Kind of good. Kind of good. Um, good. But anyway, I definitely think that we're going to see two. We're going to see two different blue control decks. We're going to see the more traditional blue black kill stuff, counter stuff, kill you with a linger jigs. I mean, that's that's what what blue black at its peak. You know, Zendikar, Mirrodin, that's what it did. Um, and I think that was the best that Blue Black has been since the Necro. Well, I'm just saying, uh, what I'm saying is, is like, Blue Black was the go-to control deck there. And now it's came to play Cap, and you're okay with it. Exactly. And when you play Cap, you're okay with it. Well, to be, to be fair, actually, that whole deck, it's game plan with a win, with a kill you with Grave Titan or Creeping Target. That, that was it. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, um, I... Not having Creeping Target in this deck is going to change it, um, change the the feel of the deck up a little bit. But I think for the most part, it's going to feel like an old school blue black control deck. You know, your go-to for old school is Zendikar. I didn't start playing competitively until like Fair enough. until like old Ravnica. Back in my day, we had Creeping Targets. <laughs> Shut up. Hashtag Chris Laws. <laughs> But um, anyway, I think, um, and the you know those decks are going to be um, probably going to see at least a deuce of Aetheling, or at least two Aethelings, two Jaces, um, four Omen Speaker. You're going to see Doomblade. You're going to see Far Away. You're going to see uh, two, two Aetheling. You shouldn't need more than two Aetheling. Two Aetheling, four Jays, two Elspeth. Was his killing package? Well, he was playing Esper. No, that was Blue White. He built Blue White, Esper, and American. His blue white. Okay, well, two, two well, well, what I'm saying is, we'll, we'll get we'll get into the blue white here in a second. Um, but the the blue black is going to be able to play far and away, which is yeah. which solid. is really really good. You have to do blade, and you have ultimate price. Here's the 
Now here you don't know blood. I think it's a cyborg card. Honestly. I definitely think it's going to be a cyborg card. Most people aren't going to make that. Um, you also have access to Erebos. I don't think I don't think a lot of blue black decks are going to play it. Erebos may be your way of like if you don't draw ice away, how are you going to just kill them with Jace. That's no fun. That is fun. That's no fun. It is fun. Yes, it's fun. Um, but then, you know, you've also got, you, I mean, just like Blue White Decker have, you know, you've got, you've got the best counterspell, one of the best counterspell packages that we've, we've had since Mana League rotated out. We've got, we've yeah, got, a, we've got a cancel that scribes, which, which is relevant. Um, anytime, anytime I control that, I scry repeatedly. Like, it's always this thing. This thing was the go-to three mana counterspell. I think putting it in the graveyard that getting the scry was good enough. Yes, I I, I agree. Um, we also have essence scatter is going to be pretty good. I mean, there are a lot of good creatures. I mean, in in bug, if you need to dissipate something, just counter it, scry, and then scatter you use it. Yeah, dissipate. That's fine. Um, but like, I definitely think that Dissolve will be the go-to counterspell yeah. now. Um, I, I, we will see main deck, Essence, Scatters, or Negates. It depends on if the control decks get good enough or the aggro decks are better. Um, but we will see one of those two counterspells in the main How deck. How long is it going to take to see a blue deck siding in counter-target blue spell for the mirror and just catching somebody completely out the door? It depends on how popular the blue decks are. I mean, with Aetherwing being as good as it is, it's totally possible that we're going to see, you know, at least a two or three up in the sideboard, but take I don't... Out, take out this all, bring in counter-target blue spells. Oh, it's only got one up. Actually, no, actually... Two? Is it two, one, or blue? It's blue. It's just blue, right? Now, first time I saw Dancing, which is... Uh, so reprint. Yeah, first first time I saw that in Theros, I was like, oh, I can counter Spaces in relation with that. <laughs> that was my first thought. When you're your go-to for anything good as Space of Revelation, you should probably find room for white cards. <laughs> um, I also thought about Aethelin, too. That was my second knee-jerk reaction. I can counter Aethelin with it. Um, but anyway, another counterspell that I think is going to start seeing more play is Render Silent. In the blue-white decks. Yeah. You know, the blue-white decks, they have access to Elspeth. They still have Jace. They still, still have Aethelin. I still think Shrine is better. I don't know. Some sometimes being able to counter in split second is pretty huge. You know, like you split don't get it. It's not in this format. It's essentially split second, except eighth link can do things. <laughs> but but seriously though, like I think well, in split second was a split second either. I mean, how many times somebody did something with split second? Like, hold on, I have a response. Like, no, split, split second. You're like, hold on, we'll get here. Oh, <laughs> judge! <laughs> how, how does this work? It goes goes away. <laughs> yes, it can. but it has split second. But uh, I think the blue black decks, you know, they're not going to have spaces of relation. They're not going to have some pain burden. They're not going to have access to Elspeth. This kind of makes you wonder why they're going blue white. But the blue white decks, they don't have access to far and away. There are a number of good counters. No Doomblade, no no solid removal spells. Like no solid spot removal yeah, spells. You're down to Supreme Verdict, Azorius Charm. And if you feel like getting frisky, playing Divine Verdict. But I mean, what does that cost? Like nine hundred? I want to see somebody Divine Verdict constructed. 
That's gonna be funny. S- send me a video, a, a legit video. You can't set it up with your friends. No, no. Of somebody either Magic Online or like it's your FNM, just a video of somebody casting a divine verdict in constructed. We will send you a T-shirt. Yes, we will do that. And you can't set this shit up. We will know. We, we will know. We'll know. Anyway. We'll run all kinds of scientific tests on it. We'll know. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, we watch reality TV. We'll know. But anyway, like I said, the blue white decks, they're not going to have Kingblade. Like, they're not going to have Farnaway. They're not going to have um, your ultimate price. They're not going to be able to play Heroes Downfall. They're not going to, I mean, if, if you give me a choice between Erebos and Elspeth, I'd rather have Elspeth. But Erebos isn't a bad option. Both decks have their good points and they have their bad points. I mean, honestly, your blue white. But the thing is, your blue white deck is turning more into a mid range deck than a control deck. Yeah, but I mean, even if you don't get your motion to light up the five, you're still pumping out two hundred dudes. I mean, I'm just both both decks. You know, if if you are a control player, which deck you choose is mostly going to depend on how you like to play. You can also decks. roll some dice to play Esper. But then you're really counting on it. And you're getting, I, I, I think Esper, don't get me wrong, it could be worse. We could have only gotten one of the temples for that three color, but the, the fact that we got both makes it not horrible. But I think that people are going to still try to play Esper, they're going to get greedy, and they're going to get fucked up by aggro decks because they can't have the mana open, because they're not going to be able to have the mana open early enough. Like, they have this rotation in order to counter the spells and be able to do relevant things. I still things. consider my big red list to be aggro. I'm going to play big red, but your mana base struggles. This spell's going to get you. <laughs> but uh, I definitely think blue-white is definitely going to have its place. Blue-black is going to have its place. Um, if there is a way, I think the only way, if you're going to play Esper, the only way to do it is to play real conservatively on your threats and play... You're, you're going to have to manifest with clue stones or... Maybe you can play key runes. I mean, the key runes. The white control back in the day was only a two color deck, and even it played signets. Azoria signet was all over the place with blue white control. Well, that's because it ramped. What did it ramp into? What? It didn't they, they, were, they, were, they were ramping into having mana to do stuff. Yeah. I mean, like cast, I like cast the fairy on turn four. Yeah, I didn't play a lot of blue white control back then, so I can't exactly remember. I think it was like before Tom's Bottle, or it was Jose. Yeah. But I mean, they were still. It's only six. Do you really need to ramp into a six when you're in control deck? I mean, do honestly. You actually have to, do you have to stick a Yosei on turn five when you're in control deck? There's nothing sexy than sticking a Yosei on turn five. <laughs> Come on, man. You should know that. But oh, I forgot. You don't play Islands. I, I'll play some Yosei, so. <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, um, another deck that, um, that I really think that we didn't really hit on that much that I think is going to be really, really big. And that's black-white. Black-white mid-range. Because black-white mid-range. you got Ghost Dad. Ghost Dad got that. Actually, neither. You might cost a little too much without shenanigans. Like, if you're going to whip him into play... I still think he's fine. Just, I think he's fine just uh, as an angel. They were very smart with the wording. It doesn't say enters or leaves play. It says enters the battlefield and dies. Yes. So you can't whip it into play, blow something up, hit them for five, exile it, blow something up. Which would have been absolutely dirty. But uh, I definitely think that that deck is, but like, that deck is going to be one one of the, the top decks in standard at least for a while. He's four white, white, black, <coughs> right? Yes. No. 
Is Angel of sure. Despair plus one? Yeah, so that would be eight. Yeah. But another thing that that deck has, they have access to Night Howler, which isn't a bad card. I mean, it's not. It's not a bad card. Honestly. I mean, it's not, it's not too terribly exciting, but it's not bad. Yeah. The, what are you going to reanimate with? Yep. The new reanimator spell costs five. There's... What didn't, uh... There's one in front. Didn't know Rise cost five? Unbearable uh, Rise cost five, but you can flash it back for four. Right. So, what, what were you, what were you, what were you, uh... There's the black light that lets you bring... Solar Flare. Solar Flare didn't oh, have a flashback spell. How much does that cost? Five. Yeah, so you've got... But solar Flare didn't have a flashback reanimator. Most, most reanimators, yeah, but Solar Flare... Are we talking Old Solar Flare? Or old Solar Flare. Old Solar Flare had four mana reanimator spells. They had... Old Solar Flare had uh, Resurrect, or is it Resurrection? Whatever, it's the... It had Resurrection, it had the one that's banned in every format, but then you can flash it right by Sapping Dice. Was that Dread Return? Yeah, Dread Return. Resurrection, Dread Return, and another one that was like... It was five. It's like four and Zombified. But when they had three different reanimation spells, and two of them cost four. We still, we have three ways to reanimate now. Yeah, but two of them cost five, and one of them exiles at the end of turn. The, if you're, most of the things you're reanimating, look at old Solar Flare. Look at the new Solar Flare when this format rotated in. Look at Reanimator now. Do do you really see any, how many people do you see going, Reanimate this guy, survive for two more turns. No, normally it's, I'll reanimate this guy, survive for two more turns, and I dare are, you. There are ghost dad shenanigans with the whip. You are aware of the ghost dad shenanigans, right? right? So basically what happens is... I haven't really put that much thought into You it. activate the whip, and you bring uh, opposite that from your graveyard to cliff. Whip at the beginning of your instep, exiling. So, what you do is you attack them with your opposite app. And then both abilities trigger. At the end of the turn, exile this creature, and at the end of the turn, you may exile this creature. If you choose to exile Oxidat with Oxidat's trigger, he exiles, and then the other trigger resolves going, okay, exile this creature, oh, it's already exiled, okay, we're good. But since you exile it with, since you exile Ghost Dash with his own trigger, then the rest of his ability will apply and he'll still come back. All all the the book cares about is. You just put the triggers on the stack, you get the pick where you go. All Whip cares about is whether or not the creature was exiled. Yeah. And it was. Correct. So the Whip is good. Satisfying. Of course. And then after that triggers if you're up deep in New York. Haha, guess what I can. But then Black White, Black White, like you said, also has Helion. You can also play... Um, we talked about it earlier. You were in here, but Desecration Demon. You can actually wait for his trigger to pass. So it says at the beginning of combat. So you can wait for the beginning of combat to pass. And then during your declare attacker step, when they begin to play, declare them as an attacker, they move over and have the option to sack the captain. They take six with life link, but doesn't the whip. Yes. And then he goes away. Um, I mean, that was pretty good. I like that. I like that. But but like I said, you also have the option. You also have the option of playing Erebos if you want. I you wouldn't suggest. You can play Erebos. I don't know if I'd play Erebos in that deck. Well, I mean, if, if you are whipping things into play, I guess it's not too terrible. How long will it take before somebody names the deck whipping? <laughs> 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 Wait a minute. Yeah. 
Um, but you also have access to Elspeth. Like, like I said earlier, I think Elspeth is good. I don't think she's really good. I don't think she's everything that everyone's making her out to be. She's not white ex admiral good because her ultimate. Yes, I don't like her ultimate. No, I think her ultimate is very. I think they could have a lot better. And if it is, what happened to his hair? That's Kinder, and he looks like a beaver. What happened to Kinder's hair? Yes, Kinder. But uh, but anyway, he's Justin Bieber. You also. You also have access to a lot of great utility cards. You know, you've got your removal spells. You've got you can play Warsaw Chomp, which is still a card for those of you who don't know. Warsaw um, Charm still does, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It also kills things. This episode is brought to you by foot and mouth. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like, listen to me for once, Chris Kennedy. I know what I'm talking There's about. There's a black, white X card that brings on these things. Sixty percent of the but, time, yeah, I know it's going to be done. Oh, we forgot the aristocrats. Do we I don't care about the aristocrats. That deck still exists. It still know. has necromancers. Still has cartel aristocrats. Yes. Still has cheap white and black humans. Yes. It you does. don't have Falcon Wrath aristocrat though. That's a that's a loss. No, no, no. That is, I don't care what you say. That is a loss for that deck. No, it's not. Have yes, you, it is. Have you seen the newer tournament coverage? They're playing black white aristocrats. Losing Falcon Wrath aristocrat is, I, I think. Dude, honestly, I think Deep Travel is the bigger loss to the aristocrats. Than Falcon you really think so? I, think it is. I don't think so. I well, Doom Traveler gave you two creatures to sack. So I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think losing Doom Traveler is I a loss to that deck, but I don't... I think, I think the Aristocrats are still a thing. It talks to the Magic League tournament. And you know what they say about play rotation. Go to Magic League and see what happens. <sighs> Alrighty, then. They talk to a trial. Uh, but the trials are what? Like eight people? No, no, no. Those are uh, minis. Trials are... Uh, any number of people can enter X rounds of Swiss at the top eight with oh, okay. somebody the master. By the way, come see me in Louisville, Kentucky. What are you doing in Louisville? I'm going to the GP. Ah, fantastic. Yeah. I will be going to Kentucky. I was going to say, they already know we're in high point with North Carolina because of that whole Facebook thing. Yeah. I'm going to the GP. Okay, I'm going to see what happens. <laughs> I'll speak of the GP. Have some TV shows for the people oh, that didn't follow us. Oh, yes, for the people that didn't listen to this shit earlier. <laughs> and if you, oh god, there was the one story. Okay, so hold on. I'm I'm titling this entire weekend. How many pros can trip over me without actually hurting me? <laughs> or him fucking noticing? Exactly. I I did what like. 30 plus minutes of GP Charlotte stories on the Sizemore thing? I think so. I like not 30 plus minutes. Okay. Y'all, you were in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah I have one story. Let's, let's I played all goddamn nine rounds before they kicked my ass out. What was your conclusion of those nine rounds? Uh, the ninth round decided if I went to day two. Oh. <laughs> really? You were playing for day two? Yeah, round nine? Awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. I was calling that GP. After GP FML. GP FML tournament. No, after the tournament concluded, I was calling it GP Fuck It On Ball. <laughs> because here's, here's how my matches went. I either mulligan myself into oblivion <laughs> or one. I think Boris. Like I I went two and three. And in my two match wins, I didn't lose a single point of damage in either games. And the 
my six game losses were mulligan to five, mulligan to four, mulligan to four, mulligan to five, mulligan to three, mulligan to six. Fortunately, <laughs> I sadly remembered every motherfucking one of those. Of course, he always does. When he plays mountains, he remembers everything. I, oh, yeah, I played worse. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I opened packs, and that's what it gave me. I pulled the nuts and had to hand it to some dude that way. I was so pissed. Oh, God, we don't even want to I was so pissed. I was like, oh! Boris Reckoner. At, um, no, not as a Boris Reckoner. Um, Boris Charm. Yes. I remember I, that. Remember how ridiculous my silver pool was? And then it ended up five chairs to my left. Hey, I opened the nuts Boros. Oh, but how about you pass me a mediocre Boros? Yes, like I'm the best Boros deck I've ever seen and received the worst Boros deck I've ever seen, but it was still the best option. Like, there were some discussions after day one, like, when we were back in the hotel and I showed myself with the Serato. He pointed out that my Civic may have been slightly better. Not, oh my god, why didn't he play Civic? It's yeah. slightly better. But yeah. Like, right. but yeah, the reason. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, this is what we do. My opponent actually played nothing on my first game. Literally played nothing. Then, game two, sideboarded in everything he needed to kill me. It was like, lands, go, lands, go, lands, go. I'm dead, okay, now I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Uh, the story of the only game I lost that I should have lost it was the mulligan to six. You were watching me, weren't you? I think so. I've got this great hand, I'm mulligan to six, it's doable. Like, Is this the one where he pit fights you like three times? No, 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 this is the one where he plays the X-Red Green spell. Oh, the... um, shoots a... Shoots a... Clan Defiance. Yeah. Like, he's just like... No, it's not Clan Defiance. Yeah, Oh, is it? It's a Clan Defiance. So I'm sitting on a pretty decent board. I've got, like, Boros Elite, um... Sanctu Drop. With a Mad Cap Skills on it. Yeah, Mad Cap Skills was... And a Spotlight Legionnaire. Yes, yeah, he points on his sixth turn. He goes four to that, four to that, four to you, and I'm left with just oh, oh God. I remember that. I'm left with just that board of sleep. No, basically, my whole weekend was okay. So th- this entire weekend can be summed up in one specific interaction. So anybody who was at GP Charlotte knows about the whole uh, bag checking, the, 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 the bag checking thing, right? Oh the checking of and checking the bands. And so I just led to a say that I come up with. Like, I come up with the say for you. Yes. I told people that you said it. You didn't. I come up with it after the fact and then gave you credit for saying it. No, no, I did say it. But I, did, I, I didn't said. say it. I didn't say it like that. You said, yeah, but I'm the one that put it this but way. Any, but anyway. Well, so, you tell a story that I'll come up with the say. This is kind of like people are saying it for months. <laughs> so we were, um, we were walking out of... Um, the convention hall. We were going to go outstairs. We were heading for the escalators. Yeah, we were, we were getting something to eat. But I, think, I think I was going to smoke. You were going to smoke. But anyway, point is, we were heading to the escalators. And we go by the lady. She, I'm going to walk past her. Because I had walked past her like five minutes before. And she grabs my arm. And I was like, i got to check your your band. we got to make sure your numbers are... Okay, so I, I checked. And as I'm walking away, because, because she pulled me, this guy had stepped on my shoelace. And when I, I stepped out of the way so she could check someone else, bent down to tie my shoes, right? As I'm tying my shoes, I see a figure, some sort of person, come, like, right here. Like, and almost trip over me. And, oh my god, Well, you're so small. I stand up, and Chris was like, 
No, 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 no. No, hold on. Hold You're on. giving me too much credit. I was a dick. I totally let you go at least five steps in that. Oh place. yeah, yeah. He let me. He let me walk five steps towards the elevator. Well, the other guy was like ten steps. So you're like fifteen steps away from each other at this point. Yes. And then he goes, uh, "Yeah, you just missed Pat Chapin, and I could not have spun around fast enough." But he's fifteen steps behind. But the, no, he had already. He, he already went back to the division hall, so I didn't see. So I turned around, didn't see nothing. I was like. Where? He goes, yeah, he was the guy that almost tripped over you. <laughs> I wanted to punch him in the mouth so bad. with the fact that your entire week leading up to Charlotte was, I'm going to talk to Pat Chase. Yes, that was I'm it. Because I knew he was there. I'm going to talk to him about this and this and the whole top down, bottom up, and I'm going to talk to Pat Chapin. Yeah, because like, I read his Why book. Why is the bottom up? Well, we can work on that. Can I take this one? I will talk to him. I will ride him so hard, he'll bleed through his ears. Oh. Honey, tell him whether or not he'll have a good time with me. I, I, I'm telling you. I, <laughs> Look at that little I can. <laughs> I can. But anyway, um, that that was that, that that right there is a snapshot of that entire weekend because but, but I think the only the only person likes the man is that catch up to me. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on, hold on. We were I almost I almost got run over by uh, Brian Kimmer right, who was who was running to the judges' table to turn it a match slam. <laughs> And uh, I, uh, um, I'm standing at a table. Fire channel fireball. Okay, so <laughs> by the way, I would suck at Brian Kipper's dick. Might let you. I don't know. <laughs> we, we. That, here's our disclaimer. We are making no uh, allegations that he has beautiful hair. Or he has a sword, Brian Kipper. We love you. Keep doing what you're doing. So Forge is fucking fantastic. Fantastic. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Out of your personal space. Send us facts. We love Soul Forge. But uh, but anyway, um, but yeah, Brian Kipper about ran over me trying to get to the judges' table. Um, I'm sta- I'm standing in a like up against the wall. And I'm talking to somebody. Big start. I think it's hold on, hold on. I say right. People start gathering around me, like it, just like right here ish, and I don't know who they are, but it kind of freaks me out. And then I see a guy, short brown hair, glasses, a little taller than me. He steps up, steps in front of me, and I look and it says Channel Fireball. And a lot of people wear channel. Hold on, hold on. That shit. And then I peek around, and it's Mr. Format Tech himself, Luis Calvargas. <laughs> the elf master. The elf master. If Brian the dragon master, is it he the elf master? <laughs> Actually, I think Pat Chapin's the dragon master. <laughs> Wait, did he, did he win or lose that game? I can't remember. All I know is somebody won off... Grape shot, grape shot. No, Pat Chapin lost that because he had, he had his hand full of dragons. He hit grape shot like oh, three times. Speaking of hitting grape shot three times, <laughs> those are the, actually folks are the top twenty magic moments of all time on YouTube, and it's one of them surprisingly. <laughs> surprisingly, well, they, did, they went through their entire history of coverage, going all the way back to like John Finkel versus Bob Maher in that whole Phyrexian Colossus clusterfuck. No, I, I actually I think my greatest moment. Um, watching magic coverage was the the cruel ultimatum. <laughs> I don't know. He just the, the way the way he was held it's and just arranged. Moment. For me, my greatest moment is is definitely the fight he did with the top because the guy was playing an aggressive deck. He had one out. Not only did he only have one out, he had to see the out and play to it. 
<laughs> like, because there's even this nice little conversation where the guy's like, isn't this where you char the guy's like, no, you char his face. Not <laughs> the top of your neck. And I'm like, yeah. That's exactly what you do. But you could have charred the guy with the next but you, yeah, wouldn't have had to, but you wouldn't have had the heels to kill him. And you're, exactly, and you're having that conversation. You're like, well, you charge this guy and live an extra turn? And then he says, he's like, no, you char all his face and then you knock the top of your back. <laughs> That's what you do. And then, goes, and then everyone's just sitting there quiet. And he's like, char you. And then everybody's like, just flip it. Let <laughs> it And then there were like 15 strokes off from the same guy. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Uh, the thirteen thousand, the thirty thousand dollar lightning he thinks. It's like, oh my god, lightning events! Oh, I got the finals! Ah! He didn't watch the finals because he was in the hospital. Oh! I don't, I don't <laughs> that sounded like he had like three strokes and a heart attack or some shit. I don't know. But no, I mean it was exciting. It was aggro, and it was literally the perfect sequence of plays. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I still think. Besides the besides the dragon storm debacle, the the cool the cool the dragon storm deck it was a dragon storm deck, but that all went down off of another card. Well, honestly, honestly, I think the lightning helix thing like he didn't have that one out. Like all he had to do was he needed reach, but all he needed was a burn spell. Yeah, not not any burn spell. He needed three damage. His opponent was at seven. The well, char put him to three. All he has to, all he has to, he can draw the char. Shock was in there. No, he couldn't because he went to one off of the char. Oh, I didn't he draws a char, they draw. Well, anyway, point is, that I, losing. I mean, the cruel ultimate was the best. It, it wasn't so much about the card. It was about well, how it took, he was helping. How about we do this? Wizards is posting their top 20. Go to their YouTube channel, watch the 20 moments, and then give us your top five. I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll we'll do that. post our top five. You give us your top five. Hmm. And then we'll crunch the numbers and come up with a consensus top five. I, I definitely think we should do that because I uh, I don't know if I agree with the Wizards list. Well, they didn't put it in the list. They just posted 20. They oh. just posted the 20 greatest. They didn't put them in an order. Okay. Gotcha. But uh, there's some good magic on that list. Just go, just go. I know one person who's not on that list. And should be, not for his playing, but for his away from the table shenanigans. <laughs> Edgar Flores. <laughs> yeah, that's another Charlotte. There, there's your, there's your bump, Edgar. If you happen to listen to us, there it is. He's still alive, but he has done absolutely nothing since the banning of Jason's part. Of the no, no, he he forced it. He tried to force it for a while. <laughs> he hasn't been on camera since. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. Yeah, yeah. Magic moments. Magic moments. This is what this is what magic's all about, guys. You know what? You know what? I'll take that back. You know what my greatest? Um, <coughs> you know what my greatest magic coverage moment is? Three explorers. <laughs> Alex Bernstein, the greatest explorer of all time. <laughs> Alex, you did the impossible. You cheated on camera and got away with it. That doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means that you're a real shitty player. But I still love you. <laughs> That means you're a good player in a shitty human being. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Greatest explorer ever. Uh, did you hear? Um, what was that? I, I, I wish we were still recording when you did it, but the whole uh, the whole thing where they were going to uh, they were going to lift his uh, his suspension. 
play temporarily? No, they were going to lift it like a month early so he could play. But then they were going to suspend him again. No, they suspended him again because like he uh, he did a live stream of all the, that. Yeah. yeah, that thing. Yeah. Come on, man. Like for real. <laughs> they were going to hook you up. Yeah, they were. I mean, it is what it is. But I still like Alex. Still a good guy. He explores. <laughs> he explores a lot. <laughs> I love how he did it too. How he played it off. He's like, explores. <laughs> like he's just I mean, pointing to his lands and goes, explores, explores. <laughs> All right, and welcome back. We had, a, we had some technical difficulties. Um, where were we? I'm not we quite sure where we okay. were at. In my defense, these are one-hour tapes, <laughs> and I looked at my phone after I hit record and it said 4:13, and at 5:12. I got up to check the tape, and it had stopped for like 10-ish minutes. The last thing that we shared on the tape is we were talking about Edgar Flores. We had mentioned Edgar Flores. Which they know because they just listened to that. But yeah. that was like 15 minutes ago. Real time, yeah. We, like, we, we, in this area of the world. We were talking to dead air for like 15, 15 minutes. minutes. <laughs> and they're one-hour tapes. And it had been like 59 I'm minutes. Not, I'm not sure how that happened. But, uh, uh, but basically, um, so let's get on with... Uh, what we were talking well, about. We were, we were talking about. I believe about. we were we were at some point we mentioned the Pat Chapin story. Yeah, and we forgot to end with the same. Yeah, which is um, after this was after. Uh, if if you guys have heard this and we're not remembering how this was right, I will edit it. I will actually edit it. So um, basically, when when he walked when he let me walk away before telling me. He, I spin around. He tells me, "Yeah, he, he walk, he's the guy that always but did you." I was like, "God, God, champ, Star City wristbands." And then I championed the phrase, "Fucking goddamn Star City wristbands," <laughs> and it caught on for like two or three months. Every time something bad happened, where people were like, "Fucking goddamn Star City," <laughs> even though it had nothing to do with magic or Star City. Like the, you know how the whole Blaine Kibler thing is? Yeah. Like I said, a Blaine Kibler, it was. Fucking goddamn Star City wristband. Oh, and speaking of Wayne Kibler, this was not in the first part, so this yeah. is a bonus. Um, thank you. Thank you, stupid Michael Jackson camera. Um, I, I actually like Wayne Kibler on Facebook. And people were posting time to time, that 03 dropped the GP, Wayne Kibler. Uh, somebody put, well, the GS pregnant, Kibler. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. That's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, that's a bonus. That another the first part. Um, we were we were telling the story about we transitioned. We somehow managed to transition. So into we were the story where um, if you guys okay. if you guys listen to no, I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not yeah I'm not then, gonna yeah I'm not gonna let's no transition. Let's just tell the story. So if you guys know then. At the time of GP Charlotte, right after it, Chewy did this segment. I forget what show it's called. It was three questions. I think it's Monday Magic. It's called Three Questions at GP Charlotte. Yeah. Friday, Saturday, and well, Sunday. Well, anyway, um, this was you, Saturday. Okay. I had just picked up my third loss. I was two and three dropped, okay. and I was on my way because you were two and two. I was on my way to see if you were two and three dropped or three two. And I get like halfway through the hall, and she was like, "Yo, Kennedy, come here." <laughs> uh, I walk over there, I'm like, "What's up?" She was like, "Sit your ass down, let's talk." I'm like, I'm looking for laws. Like, take your ass down and talk. Laws will be fine. <laughs> and we start talking, and this guy walks by. He's like, "Hey, man, you got time for three questions?" And of course, they always say yes. And I'm like, "Oh, I'll ask some questions." 
Then he walks off, and Chewie turns off the recorder, puts it in his pocket, like he always does. And the guy sitting next to me is like, you guys sound familiar. You guys on podcasts? Now, if you don't, if you don't already know, if you listen to podcasts, you listen to Monday Night Magic, and most likely the Manifold. Those are the like, premier you can, podcasts. You can listen community. to us and not him and listen to podcasts, but you're not a podcast listener. Yes. Without listening to Monday Night Magic and the Manifold. Monday Night Magic's like Monday Night Football. Everybody, Everybody watches it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, the guy's like, you guys sound familiar. You're on podcasts. And I'm like, yeah, uh, he's on Monday Night Magic with the Manifold. I do run with God. And the guy goes, oh, I've heard of that one. <laughs> yeah, pointing, pointing, pointing at me. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard of that one. And the blood just drained out of Chewie's face. Like, like, like the Looney Tunes like cartoons with the slime. wide and the steam. And the steam comes out of his head. Chewie, Chewie is a very nice, humble, gentle person. He doesn't, say, he doesn't get mad. He doesn't say bad things about anybody. He's a great guy. And he didn't say this out loud, but you can see it on his face. Inside, he was screaming. Like... <laughs> <laughs> This is like saying, yeah, I watch the WNBA regular season games, but I've never seen the Super Bowl. <laughs> Thank you for calling us the Women's National Basketball Association. Whatever, I don't care. I was telling her, I was telling her the other day because we were talking about this is a story that wasn't in. I just this wanted to freebies everywhere. Freebies everywhere. I was telling her that uh, she was telling me that she never had raccoon before. And I told her normal people don't if have you, raccoon. If you've ever eaten raccoon, like think of it. Compare it to rabbit, right? If rabbit rabbit. is an Angus steak, then raccoon is like that pink slime slime meat that people accuse McDonald's of making their chicken sandwiches out of. And I'm pretty sure McDonald's (laughs) makes their sandwiches out of that stuff. And if they do, that shit's delicious. I'm just saying. Um, But uh, actually, uh, it was when when we started this, um, we had no idea that, that we, I mean, it's all thanks oh, to you by guys. Way, if you don't believe that story about him hearing of us and not... Yeah, you should definitely go listen to Go listen to, to the three questions on Sunday, because he's been asking Eric Collins the three questions, and I'm in the background, and Chewie, we're laughing about it, and Chewie tells the story yeah. about his show. <laughs> his, so go hear it from Chewie's perspective, it actually happened. His storytelling for it is way better. <laughs> I think it is. But, uh, yeah, and then the story of how he caught Hitler completely not as good as mine. Like, totally impressed. But uh, I mean, obviously he told the truth, but my story was way better. But uh, but anywho, um, I remember uh, it's all thanks to you guys that, that we've been able to to become. But it wouldn't have started without Chewie. It would. It wouldn't have. Because without Chewie, they're local. No, without Chewie, none of none of running the goblins. The medical guy, like here, if you had a map of North Carolina, you're like Hyperion, and then I live in Archdale, you live in Thomasville, ish, ish, because yeah. you're all over. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I live in Arsenal, he lives in Thomasville, but then like 35 minutes away is a city called Kernersville, mm-hmm. and that's where the manifold guys hang out, and that's literally like 35 minutes. Yeah. They yeah. actually pre-release at Lucky's from time to time. But uh, actually, the, the, the story um, for that is, I, I was a huge podcast listener back in the day, Jesus Live, no the A-Team, no life whatsoever. No if, if I wasn't sleeping or showering or eating, I had, well, even sometimes he was, eating, he was playing, I had earbuds. He was in. playing cockatrice with podcasts playing in the background. Yep. Um, and, and, and he still wasn't getting any better with all the cockatrice. Shut up. I blame the opposition. <laughs> I played on cockatrice before. But uh, anyway, the um, you know, I got the idea one day to say, hey, I'm cockatrice. Nobody plays on cockatrice anymore. Yeah, they do. 
you didn't hear about the server going up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. But I don't know how to find it. But basically, um, you know, I decided I was going to send it. The Man of Pool and Monday Night Magic in the 18 were my three favorites. I, all, I listened to every episode. Horde of Notions. I listened to Horde of Notions, but I, I wasn't like, oh my god, it's Thursday. You know, it's it's 18 day. Or, you know, it's Monday. It's Monday Night Magic day. Yeah. You know, that, but those, those were those were my shows. And I decided to send you an email one day. And he actually sent one back, which for me was like a really big thing. You know, did, we, did we email back? I know we... We do shout-outs. We do shout-outs, but we try. If, if I can remember the password to our email account, we'll send you. We'd like yeah, to introduce you. If you don't want come in. If you've heard of Straw, he's been on the show before. Um, but like us, I've never seen him before. Exactly. So he's going to join us for this. It's just stories of the But uh, without it, like, I sent him an email. He sent one back. You know, we got, we got to talk a little bit. He told me that he was local. Cool. And, you know, and I asked if you know, we could meet him. He didn't say how local because he didn't know if you were crazy or not. Yeah, exactly. But he so. told me he was local. I told him where I played at. So I'm sitting up here. I'm playing playing some control deck. And I make a really good play. And I didn't know he was here. Like, I walk in and walk past this ginger some guy. Random ginger some, some random ginger kid. And I'm sitting there making a play. And so the whole time, ginger. the whole time, he knows this is me. Because as soon as he came in, he asked the... The owners. Yeah, so he knew it was me the whole time because he was actually coming up there, coming up here to meet me. And uh, unless you were crazy, unless I was crazy, so he sees me make a really good play, and then I hear, and if you listen to the manifold, then you this will be oddly familiar for you. I hear, oh jam, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I didn't realize that it came from Chewy. So you're like that guy listens to the manifold. <laughs> so um, so I'm walking out the door, and he catches me and asks me. Are you Chris Laws? I was like, yeah. He's like, I'm Chewy. And for me, that was a huge moment. Because, like, podcasting guys, you know, magic pros. I mean, you know, he signed the girl's booth in Charlotte. Yes. They her, 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 her boyfriend, swear to God, he was, she was like, hey, Chewy, can you sign my booth? And the boyfriend looks right at him and goes, Hey, Chewy's weak. Of course. <laughs> you didn't tell that story. Posted, the girl posted a picture on Facebook and tagged Chewy. And then she was like, look, I'm a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but anyway, we, we got to talking, and, you know, I had the idea for, you know, based on what they did. I could do this. You know, I'm Everybody like, thinks they this. can do it. But the thing is, is, you know, I was like, I can do this, you know. And I didn't know yet whether I wanted to do it by myself or, you know, have, you know, a crew behind them. You know, do the whole Skype thing with some guy in Minnesota. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't want to do that. You know, I definitely wanted it the to man, be the, the manifold approach of everybody sitting around the table. Exactly, and, but I didn't know I what like I wanted to do. It. <laughs> I didn't know how I wanted to do it yet, um, but I knew that I wanted to do something like that. And I, I talked to Chewy, you know, about it for a couple of weeks, and then finally got up, got up the nerve to actually do it. And well, I came over here. The story is much better than that. No, the story is much better than that. <laughs> it's the story of me and you. It's the week after you talked to Chewy. And yeah. You told me the story of oh, Chewy came. I'm like the bunch of Chewy, whatever. No offense, Chewy. We're good. We're good now. <laughs> yeah. At the time. At the time, I mean, we were whatever. And he's like, yeah. And Chewy did this and talked about a podcast and stuff like this. And then we kind of let it go. Like 15 minutes later, between rounds, you're smoking. Mm-hmm. We're having this conversation about Jason Tesseret. It's a flavor conversation. Oh yeah, exactly. And I then, totally remember this. Yeah. Now. Do you remember what? Said about Jason Tezzeret, you're like something like Tezzeret nullifies Jason's abilities. And I'm like, wait a minute, you couldn't, you couldn't date seal? <laughs> you couldn't you brainstorm? Like, something like that. I'm, I'm having a flavor debate. He's being a ball buster, basically. 
You, if you are fans of the show, you know how he is, and he's a dick. So anyway, you know, we get that done, and one of the guys, I can't remember, was it Sizemore? I, I don't know who, I don't think it was Sizemore. Somebody was standing outside, he goes, guys, that was absolutely hilarious, you guys should do a podcast. And then it was like, it was like a light bulb. Because you had always wanted to do a podcast, I didn't know what a podcast was. And then it was like a light bulb for both of us, and we started talking, and we realized, after, we did one episode. We did, um, a Commander set review. Which we never uploaded. We never uploaded. We just let that die like it should have, because it was but, awful. But to be fair, my intro statement, if you guys are wondering where that statement came from, it came from that review. Yeah. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, it's this guy, well, this guy has a flyer to kill, but he, this guy has a flyer to block with, but he killed my Solid. <laughs> yeah. We were discussing, we were looking at the Commander's World, and it was Solid. We were talking about Solid. Mm-hmm. This is another freebie, by the way. We were talking about soloing, and somebody, we were talking about the house rule that if somebody kills a soloing, you have to knock them out of the game. Yeah. And then I said, well, this guy has a fire block, but he killed my soloing. And it kind of stuck. For all of you to go, I can't, listening to back up to this, well, what the fuck did he say that? I said it in an episode that never ends. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's one of those. We actually lost the file, and I had to recreate that sound clip. Yeah. That's not actually me saying it spur of the moment. Yeah. The, mine, mine wasn't either, because that, that was that same thing. The, the new one was. The I, new I one. had a point there, but I'm not really sure where I was going with it. <laughs> that was spur of the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um... But we yeah, have to do that. Like, we got mine, obviously. I don't, I don't think. Are we, we going to go with that one? I would like. Uh, that kind of uh, we were waiting for Travis to show up and be the third. I'm like, where's the homosexual? <laughs> <laughs> that might be a good one for you. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, anywho, we did, we did one episode and it was. We posted it and it was god awful. It was called The Alpha. Yeah. And it's still up if you want to hear god awfulness. That, that was the worst we have ever been. And yet people minus. listened to it and then came back. <laughs> exactly. Maybe so, it was because we caught the second episode, Bye Bye Brody. Yeah, and that was right after uh, the, the band hammer dropped. That was right after the band hammer. And we had. No, no, that was the week before we had time. Really. This is the week we added Will the Bass. Yeah, this is the week that, that, we, that Will joined us. And. We realized, you know, we, we clicked very well with him, you know, and, you know, everything worked out very well. So we realized we had like found our trio. It, we posted it, and I posted something on Facebook, and Will was like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, it's a podcast. Like, oh, cool. I'm like, I can bring it by Friday, and you can listen to it. He's like, oh, yeah, it's sweet. And mm-hmm. instead of listening to it, he just showed up for the next one. Yeah, and, and that was great. You know, and it, it worked. Fans of the show. It worked for 14 more episodes. Fans of the show know, you know, Will... Will's great, you know, we, we all had, you know, just the reason he's not here now, is, as I said before, is, you know, life, you. Life, gets in, <laughs> life gets in the way sometimes, and um, I'm not sure as soon as, if, if I get details, it's hard to catch a Jew with tax season. well, if I get details, um, he's he's dropped a hint that he's working on something, yeah. and I'll be sure to plug it, you know, let Obviously. you guys know, um, if as soon as I find out what it is. Because this is how the show works, up until today, <laughs> because today it really didn't work, we've got... Post, funny, irrelevant shit, knows what he's talking about. So not strong. <laughs> no, not, not strong. Harrison, not strong. And, unless it's Chris. I actually think he's a better red player than you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Chris Wallace. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Chris Wallace is he's been on the show a couple of times. And he we doesn't try to hear him. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't talk much. He's a great guy. He has a lot to say. To say, you know, he's one of those really shy guys that you can't get him to shut up after he knows you. Mm-hmm. But you stick a microphone or a camera in his face, and he's just, just shit. 
Nope. Not happening. But, I mean, uh, we, we talked about him for a while, but then after the first episode with Will, it was, you know, it, it just, for me, it was a light bulb. You know, it was yeah. like, you know, this is it. This you is know, how it works. This, this, is, this is what works. Host, funny, knows what he's talking about. And uh, and then episode we we tried to keep it clean and then all the problems episode four and magical bro love is when it all hit downhill guys and then I'm not holding the shit back anymore fuck it I'm just gonna say shit <laughs> exactly and then Eric fucking goddamn Star City wristbands fucking goddamn Star City wristbands Eric Eric fucked up <laughs> for the clean tag forever as you notice it was episode one. Episode 2, episode 3, episode 4 explicit, episode 5 explicit. <laughs> <laughs> like, we didn't say anything! Like, they stopped listening at some point and they're like, yeah, whatever, what are the guys? <laughs> um, like, we can talk about the my episode where we talk about unicorns and fluffy bunnies. And the, what's his name, the guy that runs the MPT cast? Chris Otwell. Otwell's just going to go explicit. He's not going to listen to it anymore because he knows. Um, but, uh, and then after, 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 after episode 4. I was talking about punchification. I'm like, punchification is the one time of the year where magic takes it and fucks you in the ass. And Travis was like, "Well, like you got way too excited." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's like you know. What were we talking about? Once we aired episode four, is when like you guys really started jumping on board and listening to us and. Apparently you like what you heard because every week we were getting more 30, downloads. Thirty-four hundred. It was thirty-three thousand. Thirty-two fifty. And that's just that's just people that hit download that's, on HGCast. That's, that's not right. iTunes. Let us know when you go to HGCast. Do you download it or do you listen to it? Because, because our based, numbers are based on downloads. And that yeah, but and that's not counting the streaming. That's not counting any of the iTunes, iTunes activities. Now YouTube kids will be able to measure YouTube kids now. Um, but yeah, let, and let's, so will you. You guys are going to get to see how popular we are now. I mean, but honestly, it, it's you guys. You guys are, you know, the listeners. You guys are amazing, and us being nobodies when without, we started. Without you guys, we're just people sitting around a table talking to a camera. And, and we did that for ten minutes. <laughs> I know. I know. It, it was fun, but it wouldn't have mattered. But um, like. But anyway, it's like, you know, this is, I, I really like doing this. And I like, a lot of people, like Chewie said, what, for every one person that interacts with you, there's another thousand of us. <laughs> yeah. Like, not everybody can be Chris Hogg, but we want people to be Chris Hogg. We want you to go, oh my God, that's Kenny Gibbons. You go get him up. Yeah. Like, right. email us. Like, email us, tweet at us, follow us on Facebook. I mean, if, if you listen to us, then obviously you either think we're funny or you think we have something relevant to say. Most of the emails you get are people that think we're absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I'll still pick my favorite email. I'm oh, yes. Look up who it was. But he We're going like, to shout you out here he, once we find you. He, he, he said, and I quote, I'm not going to talk about it. And I quote, <laughs> I worked third shift, and I was listening to your episode one day while I was stocking the shelves, laughing my fucking ass off. <laughs> and my boss, who was the only other person in the building, had to come out of her office just to find out what was so goddamn funny. <laughs> 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 but uh, well, something like that. But uh, but anyway, you, you guys, you know who you are. You guys have made us. I mean, even though we were at a GP, and and we're, we're always we we're always at GP know. Charlotte in our running the gauntlet shirts. Mm -hmm. Come see us. We we're, we're actually I'm a nice, likable guy. I don't know about this asshole, but whatever, <laughs> whatever. I'm just I'm just saying, like you know, we 
the podcasting community is what it is like, because of you guys. And I, I, I speak for everyone in the community. You know, the A Team, Horror Notions, um, Gigi's Live, Monday Night Magic, the Mana Pool, uh, the Magic Show. If anybody I'm missing, I apologize, but I think I speak for all of us when I say. You guys are the reason we are what we are, and we could not do this without. We're just we're just guys around the table talking to a camera without you guys. Like just just imagine these big name pros. At one point, they were kitchen table players too, and you know, I, as much as I'd like to be the nice guy and say that everybody can do this, not everybody can do this. But you'll never know if you don't try. Exactly. And honestly, I didn't think this would work for me, but you know, apparently, some people like listening to us sometimes. People, 60% of the time, people like listening to us all the time. <laughs> I second that number. But uh, anyway, I think um, I think we're going to hit some shout-outs. Oh, yeah. And for the first time in a long time. Oh, I've got a story to tell. So we try to be quick. We try to do a, a podcast without you. And as you know, it was a complete disaster. Complete disaster. <laughs> it was me, Straw, and Robbie Coates. And I was trying to hold down the fort for that seat, and that's not a good spot. But anyway, we, we didn't have a name for the show because we didn't want to use Radio Con without him. And we didn't know how to sign off, so I'm like, until uh, next time, I think you know that's not it. Can you play test if you know that's not it? You know what I'm talking about? But that's the show. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck off. <laughs> But um, I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna do our we're gonna start off with uh, with some shout outs. First of all, once in a while, biggest shout out in the world, Chewy Slate. Not, not, not body size, but biggest shout out. <laughs> um, Chewy, Chewy Slate, Jack Lacroix, Chris Lansdale, Adina. I don't know your last name, or even if you still do it anymore. I honestly haven't listened in a while, and that's. On me, um, all the guys at, at the A team. Um, huge shout out to uh, Evan Irwin. Keep the, doing your mediocre shows. Manipul guys. I mean, you gave the props to Chewy, but he's got a crew. Yeah, um, I, Mike and Brian. Uh, know, and all you guys. I know the ginger, Brian, and the man in the purple blazer. Only <laughs> yeah, three people on. <laughs> well, Jack's not on Manipul, but whatever. I'm splitting uh, it. In, in, in the podcast world, I know that you. Myself, the Basque, the Ginger, Brian, and the Man in the Purple Prince. Um, I'd also like to uh, to give a huge shout out to the fine proprietors of this establishment in which we are sitting. It's Welcome to the birthday cake. Welcome to the birthday cake. It's a uh, gaming. We're coming to you from Gaming Underground in High Point, North Carolina. Um, if you, no, I'm not going to say this too soon. <laughs> I was going to say if you work for Rob, then you get some graphics. We have cameras now. <laughs> Actually, uh, we'll, we'll tell you that story another day. But um, feel free if, if you are in the area. It's a great place to play. Uh, the owners, uh, Mike. Too soon. The owners, Mike Burleson, Vinnie O'Hanlon. They're they're great guys. Great guys. They'll. I mean, honestly, they're they're the nicest they nicest really guys are. in the world and. They'd be more than happy to help they, me out. They rented me a six hundred dollar deck every week for two and a half months, and you know they'll they'll do what they can to help you. Um, Vinny, Vinny knows a lot about deck building. And, you know, he's really 
You know, really kind of had some off-the-wall ideas. But did you see when he sneaked up today? I did. He, he admitted it's just janky shenanigans. I want to give a huge shout-out to everybody that, that plays here at this shop. Um, all great people. It's, it's a great one I mean, there's a lot of people here that, I mean, we need to credit our ability to play magic to the guys that kicked our ass for people Yes. Like John Winters. Brad Shepard. Will LeVast. Will LeVast. Chris, Chris Land back in the day. When he got lucky, Mike Ward. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know Mike Ward. Now that we're doing videos, we have to find him and get him on camera for you guys. We have to. No, we posted Ward Breaching on our Facebook page. Oh, did we? You're going to have to scroll down a bit, but there is a video called Ward Breaching that Will posted on our Facebook page. Um, it was done at Neil Dorsett's plate. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyway, um, one uh, one final, uh, for me, a uh, couple final shout-outs to Chris Otwell, Poli TG, MTG uh, Cast. We may not like your PG-13 thing, but fuck it. We'll, we, we still love you we guys. You, we still love you guys, and we wouldn't be what we are without you, just just like the listeners. Um, I'd also like to give a shout-out to my beautiful fiancé who won't get on camera. Not a chance Chris in hell. hell. Not a chance in hell. I love you, baby. Yes. Not a chance. <laughs> so, um, passing along to you. I know the ginger brought him in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> no shout outs to anybody else. Josh Brower, you're a hilarious level one judge. <laughs> Welcome to the birthday game. Literally 78 players, I believe. For bur- our birthday celebration, our like, second year of business. To be honest, it was a $10 entry fee, and the first prize was a box of check. Yes. These like guys. The second place was a playset of FTB Jaces. Like See, that's, this, that's another thing about this shop. They know how to take care of their There were over $2,000 in top eight prizes and raffles all day. For a $10 entry. These guys definitely know how to take care of their players. They do. And yeah, instead of in front of 78 people, he's a head judge, he's in his judgy stuff. He goes, hello, and welcome to the birthday thing. <laughs> I am Josh Brown, I will be your head judge. Things I'm missing on the street. I know, right? Um, do you have anybody to shout out to, Straw? Not really. Not really. I really know. Buy t-shirts and gold spell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And um, as soon as as soon as we get everything back up and running, we will have t-shirts and playmats for sale. You can find us. You probably need to redo ours. Yours seems to be okay. But mine, we printed ours on an experimental thing that like helps the color stick better. And as it starts to fade, it starts to turn into a gray box. <laughs> well, um, so soon enough, I, I need a new shirt. Soon enough, just like always, you can find us every week on HGCast as well as iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at run underscore the gauntlet. And you can always email us at runningthegauntlet at hotmail.com. Or you can always follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash runningthegauntlet. I haven't been on our Facebook. We're not that hard to find. Facebook.com slash runningthegauntlet. So... For myself, my co-host Chris Kennedy, and everybody that's been on the show, everybody that's helped make us what we are. The goat, the straw, and the gay. (laughs) Everybody that's helped make us what we are. From all of us, keep playtesting, keep deck building, and keep running the goal. Fuck off.